Drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Episode 75. It's been a while, it hasn't been my fucking phone, so... What's up, veteran gamers? We are back with another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and... Talks fucking shit. Hey, fucking, get out of here. (laughs) We are... America's American 40k podcast. 40k podcast. <laughs> Man, it's been a while. I forget things. We're a little rusty. It's been a while. Yeah, that, that was piss poor, guys. I'm it, sorry. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. This hasn't been my fucking fault. So, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the data slate. Uh, but if you heard last week's show, Andy's far from home. Uh, so we're we're trying something new. Uh, but visiting us today on the show via Skype is our good friend, the Pretty Dick. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so uh, in today's show, uh, we're going to have a little data slate. Uh, we'll talk about Andy's far trip from home. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some pretty dick, um, some stuff about the podcast. <laughs> and uh, there was some news about bolters uh, that people will be interested in. Uh, of course, we're going to do a little after action review. Um, Andy played some games out here. You guys want to hear about that. Um okay. Pretty Dick and uh, Ray are be going off to the LVO, and they'll be sharing their lists and kind of what they're thinking about for the LVO. And then finally, the conclusion of the show. Now, a lot of you listeners have been banging us hard with some voicemails. I'm still working on uh, the voicemail and Skype thing, so I will promise I'll have some of that for the next show. But we're going to play some of your voicemails in between, uh, in between the segments here, and then we'll react to maybe some of them next week or the next time we record. You guys want to jump in anywhere? So, <laughs> I was cracking open a beer right now. Yeah, cracking open a beer. I was taking drinks. I was drinking. I was letting you talk. I mean, it's been a long time. Speaking of you to talk. Speaking of beer, I'm not. I'm no. I don't have a beer recommendation this week. Um, I have been trying some Missouri beers actually in preparation for the show. Um, the next time we record, I'll have a a list of sort of beers that I've been trying, and I'll bring one onto the show, and I'll tell you guys what I think about it. But, um, there are some pretty good ones out here. So we'll have some still some beer recommendations uh, for for some of you guys that are interested. I know some guys from the Midwest are interested in what I think about some of their Midwest beer. Um, I'll say some of it's okay. I, I got a question. Yeah. So do you have a lot of, a lot of microbrews like you do in California out there? Uh, nowhere near as much. They've got quite a bit. But so so it's not like a brewery every couple miles. It's oh yeah, I mean in Southern California you can't throw a rock with hitting a brewery. So yeah, that's I, what it feels I like. think out there, out there, it's called moonshine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the moonshine and hourly rate motel. Yes, that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they have hourly rates? Man, that would have been awesome back. In the- yeah, there are hourly rate motels, Ray. I need, I need fifteen minute rates. <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to impress anyone. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen minutes is ten more minutes more than I need, and that includes taking off my pants and snuggling. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's today's show uh we're gonna take a quick break make sure we got fresh beers and we're gonna be back with the data slate what's up fuckers it's james 
You know what I hate the most? You know what's something that really, really grinds my fucking gears and gets to me really bad? Is when you're scrolling through, like, Pornhub and XNXX, and, you know, like, you hold your thumb on the video or whatever on your phone, and you're waiting for it to load to see if something cool comes up, or, you know, like, oh, yeah, because, you know, you're only going to, it's only going to last, like, two minutes, so you might as well make two minutes worth it. And you're like, all right, this one looks pretty good, and you go through it, and then just in the middle of it, while you're beating it off, just something out of fucking left field, like absolute 90 degrees comes. Uh, the other day, I was fucking watching a porno. I was like, oh, you know, this looks good. It, it had a title of something like Sexy Milf Beat Blows, or uh, what was it, like Sexy Milf Smash Blows His Balls or some, some fucking stupid like that. I was like, oh, she's hot. I'll, you know, I click on it. I get part of the way through the video. And, like the woman jumps off of the dude and I'm like, he gets up, well, I guess you're going to suck him off. He's like, mm-hmm. But instead, he turns around and he bends over and she just shoves her fist into his ass and squeezes her balls as hard as he can. And, and yes, before you ask, I did finish then. But that's not the point. The point is I just hate when weird shit like that happens. You've got you to at least warn me that something fucking crazy is going to happen in the video. Anyway, stay fucked up. Hey, you mean and retarded bastards. This is Chris in Wisconsin. You know, I haven't called for a while, but there's been really something bugging me, something on my mind I want to get off my chest. First of all, I want to talk shit to you guys. I really do. But every time I listen to you guys, you're hitting all the right fucking notes, so I can't really bitch about that. What I am pissed off about, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts because I live in a fucking 40K desert, and I need content, so I listen to a lot of shit. The problem I have is most podcasts are either sucking GW's dick or all they do is bitch about the fucking game. They whine and cry every fucking time there's a change. Jesus Christ. You know, a few years ago, all we did was bitch about how GW wasn't involved and didn't want to fucking participate and didn't fix shit that were broken for fucking years. So you guys finally get what you want a company that's involved, they want to make the game better, and then you're just going to fucking cry about it. Oh, but wait a minute. They disclaimer that shit with, well, you know, 8th edition is the best edition we've played, but you just fucking bitched about it for an hour. Jesus Christ. Drink a fucking beer, get a smile, roll some fucking dice, and just have some goddamn fun for fuck's sake. Quit fucking crying. Anyway, guys, love the show, keep it up, and I'll be listening. Bye. And we are back. Um, the data slate. Um, this is news. Just, uh, just, just throwing it out there. I'm not drinking beer. If you're not around, Andy, I just drink fucking, uh, God damn it! just forgot the damn name what I'm drinking. Soda. Water. No, no, no. Do you have like Jameson. Do you have, do you have something oh. manly? Okay. <laughs> do a little Jameson and ginger? I didn't have ginger, so I had to throw coke in. No, oh, okay. That's fine. I mean, you prefer ginger. But... Man, alcohol is expensive out here. Like straight up alcohol, like liquor is expensive out here. It's more expensive here than it was there. Well, aren't you like in the middle of like the U.S.? Yeah. What does that mean? Wait, uh, alcohol doesn't come from the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking I, maybe there's like a tax or like a, a thing out here, but all alcohol was pretty we, I haven't seen a BevMo or like a Total Wine and More, and the grocery store I've been going to is pretty expensive, so it's either this or Target for now. So if you guys in the Midwest have a recommendation where I can find liquor for less expensive, I'd... I really appreciate that. 
So, anyway. You don't know. You, you, you fucking need it. Yeah. It's a 40K podcast. 40K podcast. <laughs> so, t- speaking of the 40K podcast, of course, we're going to have a new format. Andy is far from home. Uh, I took a job um, in Missouri because I was laid off from my job in November. And so now I had to take a job out here because they were the only ones who offered me a job after being laid off. So, of course, I can't be sitting next to Ray and, you know, touching his leg all the time, you know, making him. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so scared and alone in the dark right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and give the Skype a try. Um, so it's going to be a little different. Um, I'm going to be out here in Missouri playing a lot of Midwest stuff. They travel a lot. Um, for Midwest RTs and tournaments around here. Not so much as last weekend, but apparently they do travel a lot for events. Um, there's supposed to be an event this weekend in Kansas City that guys from Illinois are going to. Um, so it's kind of a big deal to travel for events. Um, so I'll be taste testing the Midwest uh, meta out here, and I've been told it's pretty hardcore. Um, I'm not sure we're going to say dicks for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so how far is, is your idea of traveling for them? Like, is that like a couple hours or what? Well, I am in Columbia, Missouri, where the University of Missouri is at, and both Kansas City and St. Louis are between a two and a two and a half hour long drive. Um, Jesus. Wichita, where um, the flying monkey bitches are at, um, that's about five, five and a half hours. It's like going from Temecula to Vegas. Um, Okay. There was was an event this weekend coming up that I was planning on going to, but it's on Sunday, and it wouldn't end until six, which means it won't end until eight. And then I've got a five and a half hour drive back Sunday night, and then I have to work at seven thirty in the morning the next day. I was like, that ain't happening. So I just hear, I just hear some bitching. Yeah, there's a bitching in the morning, but it was a fifteen hundred point single detachment tournament, so it wasn't a no. You know, that's that's oh, not worth your time. Never mind. That's not yeah. a tournament. All yeah. Right, next. <laughs> so um, I wanted to go to it. I'm just pretty, to- I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Bam will be the first one in line for that one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go to it just to try out my death watch because the single detachment I thought it'd be fun to try out. Um, but I'm not. I can't do it on a Sunday that late and come back. It's just you know, just ain't worth it. But it's not uh, worth ten hour drive. Yeah. Uh, the next bit of news about the podcast is just before we recorded, we made fresh news. Pretty Dick has agreed to join us as our official third chair on the show. Fuck yeah! So how does it feel, well, Pretty sure Dick? Huh? Welcome. How does it feel Welcome. to be on a, on a moderately, poorly successful podcast about 40K? <laughs> I peaked. This is it. 28 years old and I peaked. Right? <laughs> All downhill from now. Yeah. <laughs> you just got married. Your life is over. You know? Yep, that's it. That's shit from now on. I got married. I joined this shitty podcast. It's all over. I, I do got to say, though. Well, he did recently lose to Grey Knights, but that, that's a different story. Oh, um, my God. I didn't fucking lose. I tied. But I guess that's the same as losing, That's right? the same it's as the same losing. Same as losing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Giant we'll, we'll go over that later. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll bring on your number one demons, right? Uh, Number two. I'm like right on that guy's ass. Okay, never mind. You're not a permanent chair. Oh. <laughs> oh, what are you number one in, Ray? <clears throat> I forgot. Uh, life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's number one in saying fag a lot that's what he's number one there, in. there you go all right, all right. Well, i'll allow that so that's gonna be the format of the show um andy far from home rain pretty dick still back in southern california we'll be talking about meta from two different parts of the country um so we'll have actually games and tournaments and rts from different spots so it won't be just us talking about the same event back and forth. We're talking about different events, which I actually think will be pretty cool to talk about because we'll talk about different things we're seeing in each other's areas. And I know you guys are excited to hear what I've been seeing out here 
And I'm yeah. interested to see how it keeps changing out in San Diego. <clears throat> what, what what I find pretty interesting now, the dy- dynamic of the show, since we have three chairs, is that, you know, pretty dicks, chaos, you know, mainly demons, but chaos in general. Yep. And then fucking, I'm all elves. Anything pointy-eared, fairy dust. And then, An- Andy, um, like, we might touch on it later, but you're going to go to Imperium. So we'll have all three major sides of the of the 40k tree yeah so we'll be able to talk about it from all the angles yeah eiffel tower and everything (laughs) (laughs) so the next bit of news um that we had we're sort of burning through this um but some new news happened to kind of help out uh uh, power armor folks was a change the bolter rule who wants to jump in on this one Uh, i I first want to say though because this is coming out, you know, the 25th uh, of January, right? Andy? Yeah. Yeah. Andy? Yeah. Okay. So 25th of January, it's today. And uh, the cutoff was January 8th. So even though these rules came out, um, you know, GW approved and everything, they're still not going to be used at LVO. Correct. I just would put it out there, you know, don't be coming to fucking LVO with your fucking bullshit bolter list and thinking you're shooting a bajillion times. <laughs> put that fucking out there. But besides that, I think it's actually pretty good. I mean, you know, power armor, space marines in general need help. They they don't really have the oomph, you might want to say, as, you know, particular to like lore or they might be even, I think they're considered mid-tier, right? Would you guys agree? Power armor? I, de- I think <clears throat> Death Watch is, is breaking the, the cusp of top tier. I mean, you're starting to see it around. But yes, generally, normal power armor is middle to low tier, 100%. Well, the, the Death Watch <laughs> is making top tiers, supposedly, or like barely breaking it, top, mid-tier, whatever, Yeah. Um, is because they pretty much play to like the lore, right? They can do pretty much everything. They, they have special rules on top of special rules, and their fucking units are like fucking Swiss Army Knives, if you have the right guys in there. And I think yeah. it's really cool, so... It's something to look out for and anything with the bolter rule, right? So, and if they don't move, they get to shoot, let's see, firing model's target is within half the weapon's maximum range. Isn't that right? Regular rapid fire? Yeah, so, so now that's the key. Is like, I've already seen a lot of people get this fucking wrong on the internet. It's actually rapid fire bolter weapons. So your heavy bolter, you don't get any of that shit. Bolt pistols, you don't get any of that shit. For some reason, I've had to explain that to people online already. Yeah, it already said it's the rapid fire ha- rule. It has to be bolter, and it has to be rapid fire. That's the, the, the two caveats. Now, the bolter with rapid fire, that first caveat, the firing model targets half the weapon's maximum range. That's already the rapid fire rule. So if you're rapid fire one, you get to fire twice, right? It, but, correct. But they've added a couple different categories now to the bolter rule. <clears throat> so, But this allows it to shoot at max range though, at rapid fire. Am I if not, you am I right? if you don't move and or if you're a specific model like a terminal yeah if, if you're yeah centurion or vehicle really the only thing that you're gonna notice a difference on for the average marine is that before if you stayed stationary you could shoot at 24 if you can move and rapid fire it was only at 18 so it's six inch gap difference of one extra gun it's not that big of a deal it, well what I heard six when inches you start is going a <laughs> well, if you only work with six inches, Ray, then yes, it's a big deal. Okay, well, that's average. So that's I'm average. Not, I'm not complaining, anyways. <laughs> Where this really comes into effect, though, uh, and you were talking about Death Watches, this really makes Death Watch Primaris Marines 
even that much better, I think, because um, their bolt rifle is already rapid fire 30, right? Mm -hmm. So now if they stand still, they're still still tapping at 30 inches, but now they're hit shooting twice. Correct. Right. Or if I give them the special issue ammunition, which extends the range, an extra six inches. You think about six inches, it's good. Talk about an extra six inches. Boy, we're talking about some porno (laughs) stuff now. Just straight porn. <laughs> I am. What was it back? Josh said it's a long black huge dildo, right? Well, he's a giant racist, so yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't make that comparison. Apparently, a black dildo to Josh is much more offensive and much more degrading than a giant white dildo, or a giant or yellow blue. dildo, or blue, or yeah. yeah. If it was black, it's it's super like you know you really got to talk about this guy because he's a giant They're racist. Both fucking scary. I mean, right. come on now. But no, jo- Josh is out there making America great again. So, you know, what are you going to do? Are, are we going to see Land Raider Crusaders? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that, that Grey Knight list that I almost lost to had a great uh, fucking Crusader in it, too, which makes it even worse. That, <laughs> like, you actually yeah, probably will see them. It's sad. I mean, I, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, for the mid fl- the fluffy players, they'll be happy. Um, I'm pretty sure the min-max players, the top-tier people, like, you know, they'll utilize it in Death Watch. It makes Primaris Springs a little bit better. Um, does the floating Primaris tank have bolter weapons on it that are rapid fire? Uh, the Repulsor? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It has so. storm bolters. So, I mean, but that's it. I mean, then that's an add-on. But that that makes like the that makes the storm bolters, which the the, the veterans can take for Death Watch, because every veteran can take them. Um, just even that much better, because usually you have to, you have to drop in at half range and then hope to get the shots off. But now you could drop them somewhere in the middle of the board and still be double tapping yeah. the middle of the board if you don't move. Oh yeah, twenty four inches is huge on this game, and we can't. You what? can't drop down and use this rulo because if you deep strike, you're considered moving. No, that's fine, but it's like before you'd have to like drop down and then be try to double tap things for two turns. Whereas here you could drop down, still be rapid fire two, still shooting two shots um, mm-hmm. at, you know, 24 inches. And then next turn, if someone tries to move at you again, now you're double tap. Now you're quadruple tapping at 24 inches turn the next turn. Put some storm shield on those bad boys and get three up and vulnerable on 10 guys just standing there. That's pretty tough. And they're cheap as the stupid interceptor intercessors, so they're they're phenomenal unit. Uh, kitted out, that... kitted out with storm bolter and storm shield. I think they're twenty points a model. Yeah, that's not far off from an intercessor. That's a harlequin with a fusion pistol and a harlequin plate. Yeah, it's pretty good. Points. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. And a fusion pistol is only six <laughs> inches. So yeah, um, but one thing that kind of you know comes out to me is the biker. So, like, you have the scout bikers, right? So, three-man squads, they have the double. It's a lot of shots right there. Right, and, like they, and, they, don't have, and they don't have to stay stationary to do it. Correct. Yeah. And then I think uh, the sergeants <laughs> can also take storm bolters along with those normal bolters. Yeah, in the bike squad, the, the sergeant can't take a storm bolter, so you have so, the... So, it, yeah. it's literally eight shots from one fucking biker dude. But are storm bolters rapid fire? I thought they are assault, too. The no, rapid fire, rapid, rapid fire, fire two. two. Oh, rapid? It's, yeah, it's four shots just from that storm bolter, automatically because he's a biker at twenty four inch range. So On basically, you you want to look for fucking storm bolters and bikers with bolters. Yeah, and like, then the, Imperium's got that chaos. You can't do any of that shit. We, you can't take combi bolters with your bikes. It just doesn't work. 
So it's fucking good. If you're Imperium, that's good. I don't sisters get the storm bolters too, and they have a special storm bolter stratagem. But the problem is, it says right there, it says it's only for Adeptus Astartes and Heretic Astartes. Models. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's so, right. so that means no. If you if you see a Custodes guy with the Hurricane Bolters trying to do that shit to you, he's wrong. So it's things like that you got to pay attention to. They don't have Adeptus Astartes. Even? No, are they just aren't aren't they just bigger Space Marines? Custodes are the shit. They're they're the top dog. They don't have any of that crap. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's cool. I mean, obviously, we don't got to worry about at LVO. I mean, you, it's more you, right? Because you don't like a lot of shots. Yeah. Well, I, I try to design my army so you can't shoot at me, but yes. Eight shots from one biker dude is pretty scary. Yeah. Hitting on threes. Hitting on yeah, threes. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it's cool. It's cool. I'd be interested to see what happens, you know, later in the next season, 2019 season. Oh, yeah. I'm even seeing this be, you know, you, you, there's the other special issue ammunition for Death Watch where they can cut the, they take six inches off the range and it adds to the damage. So like you're double tapping, quadruple tapping, and you're still getting all the benefits of that. I think. Why do you keep saying quadruple tapping? So instead of rapid fire two, it's rapid fire four. Yeah, well, but it it's technically it's not out. rapid fire four. No, like you just, just you just get to rapid fire at max range if you don't. Win. Exactly. So the, or if you, you're a bike. You have Exactly. Yeah, there, there is no rapid fire four. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just double the amount of attacks at max range. Yeah, it, it's just instead of shooting them at rapid fire range, it's 12 inches. If you don't move, you can shoot them at 24 inches. Everything else stays the same. Everything else. Like, so if you are in rapid fire range, then you just it's normally just the same. Shoot yeah, the same shit as max range. Correct. So like the, that's why the Terminator one to me is not that interesting because. If you're deep striking the Terminators, you're already within rapid fire range to begin with. Nothing's fucking changed for you. True. Well, this thing is you have this flexibility where you don't have to drop into that rapid fire range. Correct. I mean, Why sure. the fuck are we talking about Terminators? Nobody uses those fucking gay shits. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe in the, the friendly at LVO. They <clears throat> wish they had. God, I, I still keep hearing everyone talk about Blightler Terminators, and I just, I'm ready for that to go away. It was one unit that didn't do anything. They were just messing up people's backfield, just killing the fuck of those five-man <laughs> units for 60 points. Just yeah. fucking amazing at 275 points, just tearing fuckers up. Like, okay. <laughs> More than that. It's like 400 fucking points yeah. unit. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's killing guardsmen left and right. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> you're fucking stupid. <laughs> it killed the fuck out of those Cabalite warriors. Killed the fuck out of them. Duh fuck. Don't, don't make a charge and like, all right, well, that's fun. points just sitting there. You're just sitting there can't do shit. Because, <laughs> I mean, when I, when I played them, because I played against opponent that used them, I just restrained them and, like, ignored them all game. Oh, yeah. Doombolt, it, Doombolt turns them into two-inch moving, can't advance unit. They're done the rest of the game. Yeah, it's funny. Restraint doesn't do the advance, but it's funny. Just killing the fuck out of those guardsmen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's enough of that, because, I mean, it's not going to be at LVO. Everybody's nope. gearing up for LVO, and I think we need to move on to those stuff. Yeah. Those topics. Uh, you know, I heard, though, that Space Marines is very prevalent out here in Missouri. So I'm wondering if I see a lot of it. And I did see a bunch of guys with, you know, Space Marines at the tournament. They only stayed for a couple of games, though. But I'm wondering if I see more of that here, if that becomes an even bigger deal. 
So I don't know. I'll, if I see it, I'll let you know. But um, yeah, we'll move. I mean, since we're since we're talking about you know LVO and all, uh, just know that today, uh, January twenty fifth, your list is due by seven p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Yeah, this Friday. This Friday. Yeah. Today. Oh yeah. So so today. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, get used to this fucking pretty dick shit. Uh, so today, make sure you're fucking list if you're actually listening when this is released. If not, you know, January 25th. Uh, if, you, if you're if you fucking listening to this after it's been released, well, you're fucked. You're already getting a yellow card. Right. You're, you're listening to this on Saturday. You're, you're done fucked. You're done fucked up, you're homie. Fucked. You're done fucked up, A.A. <laughs> Ron. You already got a yellow card. One more infraction, red card. Get the fuck out. That's what's going to happen to you. So make sure you get them in. Remember, there's a fucking, there's a link on fucking uh, Frontline's page. It's a fucking video for you dumb motherfuckers. It shows you how to do it. Oh, and it's how- super easy, too. I mean, I've been actually already doing that in the BCP. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I was like, I was watching the video and I was like, okay, that's kind of because all the typing that it was telling them to oh, do at the yeah, beginning. Was- Garrett, just, yeah. just fast forward through all that shit a little bit. And towards the end, when it shows a, a fucking, uh, was it? The list. What is the fucking app? App uh, we use. Battle, battle scribe. Yeah, battle scribe. Once you see that shit on the screen, then go ahead and pay attention. It's real easy. You probably already been fucking doing it. You just haven't been posting that shit like that. Yeah. And and then it'll help fucking them do data. It's a fucking. I guess it's a spider or something that they made. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But it'll show us more data later, which is I guess good. I mean, if well, you're into that type of stuff. What helps is that as we get closer, right before LVO, I hope to God that they release all of these fucking lists, right? That's the goal. Well, instead of us going through all 800 of them or 200, because there's only 200 interesting people that play it, you can actually, they're going to have a a program that says, you know, this is how many units are being taken. And then you can only pay attention to the the top 10 people that you actually care about. So that that, it's kind of cool. I'm excited for it. 201, I'm going. <laughs> oh okay. Well, well, who, well, aren't you in the the top two hundred ITC players? Top one hundred. Oh, then I only need to pay attention to a hundred lists. That's it. That's it. Because he knows he can beat yeah. you, right? Well, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, really, I only need to pay attention to like I, I don't know. There's there's been two players where I took in first and you know third. So and he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was trying things out. You know, I, I want to see how. Bad, I lose the towel, and turns out it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I'm not looking forward to playing uh, towel at fucking LVO. Um, also, note that the code of conduct, um, for the most part, even if you're a fucking shit player, uh, most of you guys are fucking friendly jerk off players anyway, so you guys won't be in- infracting any of these code of conducts. But you, I suggest you read over it. If I can read over a couple lines, I know you fucking people can read over a couple lines. I mean, Ray only um, usually reads pop-up books, so if you can read, if he Ray can read this, so can you. Yeah. So, and the reason why I say because like things that you think is like, you know, forty k etiquette or the right thing to do to give take backs, and the code of conduct is actually you don't have to uh, take backs or fucking shit like that is not an infraction of a con- uh, code of conduct. It's actually enforced by it. Because we're playing a fucking game with rules and a tournament, it's like, so little, you don't get bullied, right? And so they can't Carmona you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, 
You can't even smash Skip your own models at the table either. That's in the code of conduct. <laughs> That's hilarious. You think they yeah. added for him? Your you model. know they did. <laughs> Every, everybody on the team has already made fun of him about it. it. It was pretty funny. He didn't even know about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just take a look at it, all right, guys. Um, even a quick scheme, like skim over. I mean, for the most part, for like I don't know, I want to say ninety-eight percent of people, it's not even going to come into effect because people just play normal games. I, I think it's really going to affect the you know uh, round five and round six on games is when it's really going to come in. And maybe we'll see the yellow cards slash red cards. Because I don't think we'll see any throughout the tournament until that, that point. I don't know. Maybe you guys think different. Uh, it's probably not going to actually happen. No one wants to give you a yellow card. You know what I mean? So you, you have to be really being a shithead for them so, to walk around and I give don't that. know. Adam was pretty stoked about giving people. He's going to carry his fucking cards in his pocket. <laughs> to go. You don't like my He's bases? Yellow card. Code. Yeah, he's a, not a soccer he's a, coach. No, he's a so soccer ref. ref. I, I don't fucking watch soccer. I don't know what the fuck they call him. He's football. There you go. He's football. <laughs> football. So, so bottom line, for if you can watch porn on your phone and jerk off without dropping your phone in the toilet, you can upload your list to BCP. That's possible. Hey, that's a skill, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but if you can do those, and I know you all can, because you're all well-practiced at it, <laughs> you could do this. So why do I assume you guys are at work when you're doing that? Well, what else am I supposed to do at work? <laughs> what else am I supposed to do at a stop sign? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a stoplight. I've got 30 seconds. What else am I going to do with my 30 seconds? I'm going <laughs> <I'm gonna> to snap <laughs> one off real quick. Yeah. Some lights are really long. Get to it. <laughs> oh my God. 40 K podcast. So anyway, that is the data slate. We're gonna take a quick break. I need a fresh beer and we're going to be back with some after action reviews. Just listen to the veteran gamer just because of the 40k content. No, no, no. I listen to the 40k podcast for the beer recommendations. Yeah. And I'm drinking some fucking orangey orange. Bloody, bloody orange. Yeah. Tasty, tasty. Yep. Goes great with pig meat. Oh, yeah. Pig meat. Anyway. I want to thank the Jizz Gubbler for going on Patreon and supporting the cause. Whoa, I'm your captain. Don't know why I'm your captain, but I'm your captain. And thank you for supporting the guys. That way they can bring more contact for me. For me, because I like listening to them. And I like drinking beer. And I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I think I'll bring some tomorrow. More orangey 3-3. So good. Bloody good. Like a British. Yeah, like the pond dudes. <laughs> oh, by the way, can you guys play me? I'm bringing the Nom Bomb. Nob Bomb Bomb Nob Bomb. Yeah. You're going to have 12 power claws on you. And two kill sauce. Yeah! Yeah, I'm calling because I think I left my keys at your house. Uh, fuck. Do you know where my keys are at? Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm missing my keys, but I'm drinking my orange. 
What was that? Hold on. What the fuck was that? Stupid buzzing. Shut up, horse. Shut up. I have to feed these animal wolves. But I don't have to feed no pig no more. No, no, no more pig. Mm -mm. She's feeding us. Oh, yeah. 40K podcast. America, 40K podcast. Keep up the good work, boys. I appreciate the good year. Bring another year of podcasting news. Doesn't have to be orcs. No, 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 no. Actually, I want to hear Andy's Death Watch because I think Space Marines Death Watch are pretty cool. Yeah, black power armor. Voila! I like those blue smurfs with Gilly, Gilly, Gertie, 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 on, yeah, and that false dead emperor. Fuck that. No, 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 no. No sweet Bob. I sound like the guy from fucking Bone Dude. What are you looking at, horse? You want to get fed? Tough shit. You're going to wait till I'm done talking to this dude. Oh, yeah. Now it sounds like fucking savage, really savage. And you better play it on the air because... I don't remember if I said the last time that you didn't play shit on the air. I was fucked up. Yeah. Where was I at? I don't know. By the way, hey, I like your 3-3 orange, guys. I want some more. Wait a minute. I do have more. I have three fucking things. And oh, and I want to say something, too. Um, Let's see. James Germany, you're rock. Uh, Pete, you're cool. Keep yelling at the cars. Squirrel, yeah. And Duncan. If you're out there, I'm waiting for my handy. Yeah. Handy Duncan. My Duncan Duncan. And we're back. It's a good crack on that one. Good beer. I said vagina pretty good, too. Yeah. So... After action reviews. So we're talking about the games played. Uh, you guys have been playing a lot. And boys been games played. Jesus. What's that? I've been playing. I've been playing a lot. I'm saying there's been a lot played. Yeah, there's a lot of games played. Um, to keep this segment to under 900 minutes, um, let's just give me some of the. Yeah, give, me, give me a game that was most memorable. It was most impactful. Something that kind of taught you a little bit about your list in preparation for LVO. You can go ahead, Richard. Pretty dick. Do, do I have to narrow it down to a single fucking game? Just a game that you remember right, well, one that was went really well. Something happened. Why you think about that, pretty dick? Uh, just this last weekend, I was up at Gamers Haven doing the LVO fucking RTT, whatever that they do every year. Um, I played against Jeff Poole, and he was playing his towel, you know, because he's taking towel. He wants better than the person he was training, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Tau's actually a pretty good army. Respectable. You got to respect it. Like it. Before, you just shit on it whenever they fucking suck. They make gay jokes all the time. Now, you actually have to fucking pay attention. Because they're actually really good, and they shoot a shit ton. Especially in an edition where everything wounds everything, and it's pretty much come down to math upon math, right? Like, that's that's what these lists are coming down to. How many models you can kill, or how many shots you can shoot. Um, and they actually have a lot of strategies, which, like, I've never seen anybody else use as a towel player that Jeff uses. Like, the comp that he does really is, like, re-rolling hits and wounds and fucking re-rolling Markalite shots with Subsea or whatever fucking stupid set they have. Stupid name uh, number oh, seven. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, 
but broadsides are really, really, really fucking good, and you, you have to respect their fucking firepower. Um, and the that, only reason, go ahead. That one command point stratagem for his three broadsides to reroll all wound is fucking broken. Yeah, and it could be in their tau, so they could be plus one to wound, and they're rerolling to wound, and they could be hitting on fucking threes, and if you fly, they could be hitting on twos, because I think he takes that upgrade on them now, and then fucking reroll ones because of the fucking mark light, ignore cover, fucking... It gets and pretty it, intense. Oh, and each one of them has, like, 12 shots that are indirect fire, and then, like, an additional 12 that do D3 damage, and it's it, it's too much. I, I Honestly, it was too much for me when I placed them. Now, as much as I hate Tau, I respect it because, you know, they only they only work in the shooting phase. So, like, the way to actually, I found, to beat them is actually touch things in close combat. Now, for a lot of armies, this is going to be hard. I'm pretty sure Rich uh, Predick will talk, uh, touch on it. But, yep. like, for armies that can ignore Overwatch, you got your Terran, you know, Jinsar Colt, uh, Dark Eldar, and Eldar, and Harlequins that can ignore Overwatch. I don't know... There's actually, I, oh yeah, that's what one of the guys messaged me about. There's an Inquisitor power that actually ignores Overwatch. But who the fuck uses Inquisitors, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if if that's really the issue, maybe something to look at. Mm-hmm. There's Maybe. I don't know. I'm not saying it's a great idea, but it's there. Imperium has the, a way to do it. Is there any way for Chaos to do it, Pretty Dick? The, the only thing that we have is warp talents, and the problem with warp talents is that you only get to do it the second you get out of deep strike, and it's a nine inch charge, and there's no way of improving that. And no, nine, it's, no it's only no, you can get rerolls, but that's it. No pluses, no nothing, and it's only on the turn that they deep strike in. Okay, so that's so it. I mean, every yeah. way, armies have ways of doing it. I mean, other armies are just, it's a sheer amount of bodies. But uh, yeah. t- getting them into combat, if you can get there, it really helps. If you turn off the broadsides, you know, you make uh, people have to fall back. Because, like, Riptides, if they don't have the the upgrade where they can move and shoot, if they fall back, they're moving. So they're mm-hmm. already minus one to hit. So now they're hitting on fives, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I mean, little stuff like that actually go a long ways because they're counting on the numerous shots. But the big thing I learned is because all my games recently I've been playing all this month, I've been playing with Chess Clock. And Chess Clock changes the whole game on every match. Your per, your opponent could have you beat on a list, but as long as you play to the mission and play with your time, they will clock and you'll just, like, I've never lost a game while my opponent clocked. And also, you have to know that there's a rule stating that when both players... They can't start another round when both players are under 10 minutes. Correct. So this, I heard other people say in other podcasts that like somebody clocks out, but then they have four minutes left to just do whatever they want. No, that's not true. Actually, the next round should have never started because both players are under 10 minutes and then the game stops right there. Now, Mm -hmm. against Jeff this past weekend, uh, it got to the, fifth turn and i was just over um i was set the bottom of the turn it was fifth turn and i was just over 10 10 minutes going into this this turn so i just made sure that i got all the points i could in that turn and then the game was over and i actually won by one point because yep. of the chess clock so i mean if you're not practicing with the chess clock right now <clears throat> you need you need to 
Because at LVO, if you if you walk up to the table and your opponent goes, hey, I want to play with the chess clock, you cannot say no. Yep. Now, if they don't have a chess clock to provide there, and all the ones from LVO are already gone, well, then you get no chess clock. But for someone like myself, and I know Pretty Dick does it too, we mm. have our own chess clocks. I, I'm, I'm bringing mine right on my little cart. Oh, yeah. I got chess clock right here. It's, I, I think... I think it's going to be a big game changer against Orcs. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, exactly. Orcs is going to be massive. And if you think somehow, I mean, if you just get lucky and you somehow surpass anyone asking for a chess clock at your table the first day LVO, if you have a winning record, there will be a chess clock on your table regardless. So if you're not practicing with a clock right now, you're probably going to fuck yourself. You're probably going to lose to the clock and you're going to be mad and you're going to regret not doing it now. So just a heads up. But, yeah, I agree. I think orcs are going to lose to the clock. Now, there's going to be three or four top players that you're going to lose to because they're just better players than you. But I think the majority of the people that are bringing orcs to LVO will lose because of the clock. So that's my kind of ticket with dealing with orcs for the moment. Or if you're a mid-tier or a bad player and you haven't practiced with chess clocks and you don't like chess clocks, just go not practicing with chess clocks. So when you leave the <laughs> tournament, you could say, man, fucking chess clocks. It's so fucking stupid. It's why I lost all these games. It's so fucking dumb and broken. I don't know why they bring the shit in here and just bitch and moan like a little fucking crybaby about why you didn't <laughs> practice with chess clocks. No, I don't I don't know about you, Pretty Dick, but I think it's hilarious. I like laugh inside. I mean, I'm more of a sadistic person anyways, but like when I put it, when we're playing on a chess clock and I can see my opponent just like super fl- uh, flustered. Just because there's a clock. There's plenty of time. <laughs> it's like turn two. There's plenty of time. But they're like overly fucking like rushing themselves. They're forgetting things. They're forgetting, you know, order of operations and stuff. And it's yes. like, you could calm down, dude. Like <laughs> my, my favorite one is I had an opponent a couple RTTs ago. He was playing the Monster Mash. So it was just fucking six greater demons and Magnus. So something stupid like that. I put a clock on it. He started freaking out like he was going to run out of time. You got six like, models, stri- dude. Yeah, stressing. <laughs> like his friend came over and he wanted to like talk to him. And he's like, "I can't talk to you right now. I'm on a clock." Like Jesus Christ, dude! It's you have fucking seven models. We finished the game with an hour and fifteen minutes left. Like you need to calm the fuck down. But it was funny. Yeah. I was I was laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It, like the clock sometimes defeats your opponents. And I mean, it's LVO. I mean, you're trying to do the best you can. If you're there for that, if you're if you're there to try to do the best you can, I mean. You need to know to play with the clock and just have any any edge you can on your opponent. That's the yeah. way I see it. It's competition. Right. We're playing good money to be there. Yep. So, and then also on top of that, know how to screen out smites because you know there is going to be the thousand suns out there. Um, I sucked. I sucked with that for a long time. Um, playing Hayden, he would always be able to smite stupid shit he wanted. Playing pretty dick, like in smiting whatever the fuck they wanted, <laughs> and. I've learned throughout those being punished by all those games uh, how to really using upper levels and lower levels of buildings to control where the smites go. Because smites is not a straight line measure. It's base to base. Mm -hmm. So using different levels and just putting a model, a small shit unit on the second floor and having your main unit on the top floor, it can't get smited as long as the model is not up at that level, you know? Correct. So like little things like that is little stuff I've learned. Um, also, blocking charges in multiple, since, you know, fly is gone in the movement phase. So you could put like uh, a vehicle or something 
next to a wall or something and block a charge if they don't declare it as a charge because you cannot go within an inch. So if you have like a hidden unit or a hidden vehicle on the other side of a wall and you have the unit they're trying to charge on a multiple on a second level or third level and they don't declare that as a charge, then they can't go past it. Yep. It blocks a charge because you can't. You how are you going to get to the wall? You're yep. going to have to go all the way around. That's fine. This is a longer charge. Yeah. So you got to declare both. Yeah. So th- those are little things I've learned the past couple of weeks. And I mean, I've went through numerous, numerous lists. I mean, I think Riddick has seen like three or four <laughs> different ones I've used so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you begin to like Tyler passing me all these lists. Like, hey, take a look at this list. Let me look at that list. I'm like, dude, just go and play your list already. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler, just go play. Well, the difference between me and Tyler is I say, check out this list, I get input it, I try it, and I'm like, okay, you were right, or you're a little wrong here, but right here, and I take the input. But I I mean, I'm, I'm at a list, and I'm actually really happy with it. Yeah, Tyler makes a list, then makes an excuse why he can't go out and play with it. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, you all listening, you all have that one friend, god damn it. Yeah. Every 40K group has that one fucker. Who never plays. They have their own Tyler's. They might not be as good as painting as he is, but they all have their one Tyler's. <laughs> so how about how about you, Pretty Dick? I mean, the, the, the Jeff Pool game is probably what's the most fresh in my mind because it, it's amazing how I don't have the tools to deal with Jeff's army. It's it's amazing just the fact that he can overwatch on his, with his fucking Riptides, re-rolling all hits on his on Overwatch, hitting on fives. And just, it, I think if I go to, to, to LVO, I'm going to lose every Tau game if the general behind that is competent. If you well, really I, know I how to know use if, it. I don't know if everybody uses that upgrade. And I, and I think all Tau players are stupid if they don't. Well, the, if you're, the, if the you're automatically not Tau sept, you're, you're stupid. But remember, a lot of people were using, uh, I don't know, stupid name number three that yeah, gave like six inches. Yeah, exactly. That everyone was talking about that, and no one talked about Tau Sep when Tau first came out. So, besides Jeff, I haven't played any Tau players. Hopefully, I mean, everyone say, else is still playing that. Sasea Sep is still good. Uh, uh, because, oh wait, the was, that, was that the? Because yeah, that was, that they was can good. re-roll the hit with their mark light since they can get one re-roll per unit, and they're one guy, so they basically get a fucking free re-roll. Yeah. But uh, that, that's hitting also hitting on threes are better. That's another uh, tip right there is that so oh no the the greater good is no any step it's just drones that can't protect them correct yeah you just can't shield drone a different sept but you can greater good across the board yeah so if you're tau you should be playing tau sept as the majority of your army yep. and one year upgrades in, on your riptide should be reroll fucking overwatch because it basically gives you a second fucking shooting phase. And it's just so many shots that I, I my army just doesn't function um, well against that. I, I'm forcing myself to charge you, and the fact that everything has fly that you screen with, including your fucking riptides. Which if you're not screaming with your riptide, you're an idiot because you got shield drones that tank wounds for them. There's just no downside to screening with it because my bloodline, blood letters, or whatever the fuck I want to hit you with, charge. Maybe I finally survive. You tank a couple shield drones and then you just fly back and shoot me again. And my only option is to charge you again. So I got to face double Overwatch again. It sucks. I, I don't have, I don't have a, a a mission or I don't have a fucking 
plan to deal with that specific army. So I'm really hoping to just dodge them. And I played one orc player, uh, RJ from uh, Team Zero Comp, and he completely shit on me. <laughs> and orcs are a force to be reckoned with. I mean, yeah. I, I may even borderline OP, honestly, because their whole codex is super cheap. They don't care about losing bodies. They're immune to... They're fearless. Yep. If they're fucking... They can move anywhere on the board every turn as long as they have a Psyker alive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absurd. And then their fucking Ludas are insane. <laughs> I don't the, know what... The Ludas are good. But nothing. That nothing survives. Uh, I mean, less... short of having a two-up save on a... T- what strength is their gun? Seven. So, so you, Seven. Need, you need like a, a, a knight. You need a, a, a two-up save knight, and if you can, get cover. I mean, I know it's rare, but that's the really only way to survive double-shooting Ludus. If they're getting three shots a guy. Yeah, so for all of us plebs that fucking have to deal with this fucking green tide that everybody that we're all going to be seeing out there, chess clock, for one, that's your first step to beat orc players, because most orc players are not Nick Natavati's, right? Correct. Or Steve Rampines, or whoever's fucking else playing orcs. Also, if you have the firepower, shoot the fucking Ludas. Because the way the FAQ works is that you roll the hit and wound on a Luda profile, toughness profile, but then they have to roll two ups. They're going to roll some ones. They -hmm. just are. If you shoot them enough times, they're going to roll enough fucking ones to where then they take up their, what, six up save, five up save? It's it's only a six up save. So if you get anything through, chances are it's dead Luda. They only got one wound. Well, they'll have the custom force fish, or they'll have a five of them. Not always, but yes. Yeah, I mean, a majority that, of people will have that. Yeah, that, that is an option. So, like, and then also what you were talking about, how they combine units. You're, I thought it was pretty neat what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, so now that their mob up rule, you have to have a unit that's greater than ten, and you have to have a unit that's less than ten. Now, I might be off slightly, so someone could correct me on that. But the key is, is you just kill six Ludas from the main squad then they're not allowed to mob up anymore. So if you're able to weather, or like say first turn, shoot enough, and they're able to just, you know, a couple enough ones can pass through their fucking grot shield, you get them up below that, all of a sudden he's got two semi-okay units that they're just not as good. Yeah, so, so, you're gonna that, have, so basically you're going to have a 10-man unit shoot-wise probably. Correct, which is not that great. You're max getting 30 shots, so 60 shots, you're still not firing at what it would be if you had all of them. So it's, if you have the firepower and you can dedicate a whole turn and you get lucky, I would recommend it. Also something to take note about the Grot shield. Um, it's only if the Grots are in between the shooting unit and the unit that they're actually shooting at. So if you have ways to shooting at said unit multiple directions, you can go ahead and bait the fucking the the grot shield and then shoot just at, shoot at them with other units. There's that option too, and then of course close combat they can't grot shield. But I mean, or, getting the close combat is kind of hard. Yeah, and then it also comes down to I mean, how much shooting do you really have? Because I mean, some of you elder like like raise list. You I mean you have, you have quite a bit of shooting. If you can bait enough where you start shooting everything at the fucking ten man loot squad, where he's not really sure if he wants to use that grot shield on him. You could bait that, and then, oh, okay, cool, use Grot Shield, now I'm going to fuck up your other Luda squad. You know, they only have a six-up save. If 
So you can draw a line of sights for those things. You can take out quite a bit. He's either losing Ludas or he's going to waste command points and he's going to lose Ludas from the other squad. So that's kind of where I, I am bummed that I don't have enough shooting in my army specifically because, like, Ray, for example, you specifically with all your, your fucking wave serpents alone could do that. No, oh, I have a lot of shots on my list that I'm taking to LVO. Yeah, so I don't think you are actually going to have a problem with the Ludus for, uh, specifically. I mean, I can't say for the rest of the army, but I think you can handle the Ludus just by target priority on, you know, making him decide which Ludus he's trying to save. Because one there's of them is going to die. There's also a couple of things about the orgs, too. Um, they have a Tider Traders type uh, strategy you need to know about. Yep. But it's only if the unit that you're that's trying to use it is at half strength. So either don't kill them below half or kill them all the way. So there's yeah. that. Um, and then you got to watch out for their, their combined because it happens in the movement phase. And it also happens at the end of the movement phase. So if, so what, what, what I've seen done is that a unit gets out of a transport, right? Mm-hmm. It gets out of a transport. It's fucking their turn. So they get out of transport. They do their move, whatever. And then they're away from a, a unit that's going to be screening or something, right? Mm-hmm. Something juicy. Then they deep strike a unit nine inches away. But they make sure that unit that got out of the vehicle is whatever. I think it's like three inches or two inches from whatever. And then they combine them. They mob up. Because they mob <laughs> up. And now that unit that deep strike has a one-inch charge instead of a nine-inch charge. Yep. So you can't do it turn one because obviously deep strikers can't come in and the the jump comes and that happens in the psychic phase, but you got to watch out for the transport jump out and then deep strike in to combine and then charge. And I mean, if they do that with the storm boys, right? So they'll get out three move. They move something ridiculous. They, They move 12. I believe you can auto advance six. With them, but you you start rolling. Uh, I think it's either ones or sixes, and you start taking mortal wounds. So you have to roll one for each guy in the unit. So the key no, but, is you have thirty storm boys, and then ten. Yeah. And then yeah, so you just move, advance out of a out of a fucking transport or wherever the fuck you want. They go stupid amount, so you're getting about twenty inches on average. Uh, if you do have to roll a d six, and then. You that's so they're taking the mortal wounds, and then the other guys you just trail behind, mob up at the end of the turn, and now you charge this 40 ish man unit and you wrap something. And now there's a fucking 40 boys where you well, can't the thing, shoot them. Well, the thing is, is that because you're like an inch away or three inches away, just not nine inches because you did that move, that you can only declare things 12 inches away to do a charge. Correct. So that, that means that. Nine, that the unit the deep strike if they did if they weren't mobbed up they can't you could actually screen that out pretty easy but so when you have one inch away you combine and then you go to charge then you can declare other charges further away and then you know 40 boys are going to pretty much kill i don't know any screen that i know of yes so many goddamn attacks and then they do their pilot and then they can attack again to wrap and kill something else yep. while an all still holding some other unit they didn't charge Yep. So something to look out for, because I, I believe they're the only army that can actually do that, because their mob up is at in the movement phase. Yeah, I, I don't know of anything else that can uh, combine squads like that, except for guard. 
but they're not as useful. <laughs> well, I mean, you have the strength four guys and Priest and all that shit. So, I mean, I, they might be able to do it. I, do, I just don't know when their wording exactly is because, I mean, they're guard. I'm not really worried about that. I'm worried about I, Yeah, I, I've never I've never had a game where I was struggling against guard. Now, I haven't played Brandon Grant, so I could eat those words, but uh, the, the typical guard player that, that I've seen, you don't have to worry about that. So, yeah, those are the couple things that I've learned these past couple of games. I mean, not, if I wasn't playing them, I was watching them. I was, I've been focused. My lady's been uh, pretty supportive this past uh, month. Just like, go play. go. So you, She basically doesn't want me in a shitty mood when I come home. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck girl. out of my house and go play. <laughs> well, speaking of works and speaking of playing, um, I was able to get into an RT this past weekend and get a little taste of the Midwest or the, the Midwest or the Mid-Missouri uh, meta this weekend. So I played an RT at a little place called Mageling Games. Um, and uh, it's a pretty cool shop. There's two shops here, but there's only really one place that they play games at. So uh, I went to this RT and actually my first game was against Orcs. Cool. Yeah. So uh, how, how did that game go? Because I think the matchup is pretty fair i guess yeah i you know i haven't played against orcs since their codex came out like i there was a couple of thought chances i thought i was gonna play against orcs and like the guy brought it from army or didn't you know i couldn't get the game in or whatever so this is actually my first real chance against orcs i knew some of the tricks so i knew what to be prepared for i knew the jump was there and i knew all that stuff but i was like i i heard this guy's a pretty good player so i was like okay i'm prepared to lose my first game i lose my first game all the time anyway so this is no big deal right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so he goes first and I use the two command point strategy to give myself pl- uh, cover, um, which ended up coming in pretty, pretty crucial. Um, so he goes, he does his turn, he does jumps, um, and then he starts shooting his Ludas, um, at my hive tyrant and I had the two up saves. So I started to make a bunch of three up saves and I saved my hive tyrant. So I don't think he kills anything turn one. Um, his list was, um, he had two squads of Ludas that he mobbed up three squads of grots. Um, a bunch of boys. Um, he had a mega knob unit, like a full on, like 10 man mega knob unit, um, a war boss on a bike and, uh, two weird boys. Um, so and one commando, I think the, the character commando, what's his name? Snickrot. Uh, Snickrot. Yeah. Snickrot. So he goes and he shoots and he doesn't kill anything. Turn was he was trying to kill a flying hive tyrant because I, he targeted my flying hive that has the, the relic. Um, and I put him next to the Malanthrope and he was trying to kill it because he doesn't care if, about negative modifiers. He hits on fives anyway with the, um, was it the more DACA rule? Yeah, more DACA. There's more DACA. He's a strategist, so he hits on fives and on five up he does extra hits. So, of course, he's an orc player and he just rolls nothing but fives. So, <laughs> uh, tons of shots. Tons of shots. Uh, but I was making my saves, so I save all my stuff and my guy doesn't die. Sweet. Um, and then he deep strikes or he de- jumps some boys and then fails a charge with like 20 boys, which was crucial because if he makes that charge and my, you know, my goose is cooked at that point because <laughs> he'll go and kill my gene stealer unit and that's it. Like he's got yeah, at that point. You're screwed. Yeah. Well, he fails that charge and I make a bunch of saves. So now we go on to my turn um, and I go off and I, I think I, we were playing the long table, the two story house. Uh, so I have a long distance to go without the jump. Um, so I move in advance and move in advance of Gene Steelers, and I go after the Grots because I know they're protecting the Ludas. 
Um, so I kill a unit, but that's about it. But I kill more, and then I get recon and I hold more. So I'm already feeling pretty good. So I already got four points to his, like, one. Um, then he goes and he starts deep striking the rest of his stuff in. Um, and he, like, a 20-man unit of boys shoots at my unit of gene stealers that had feel no pain on it. And he kills, like, ten with boy shooting. <laughs> that was bad. Like, that was really, yeah. no way that should have happened. Um, so now I'm feeling like really bad because my other gene stealer unit almost gets decimated down to like four guys left. Um, cause he, starts, he shoots the fuck out of them. Um, so at this point, like we get to the end of like turn two and I'm not feeling very good about this game, but I've, I've killed more and I've held more, but I just know like this game is going. But what I didn't realize is that he was taking a lot of time rolling all of his dice. So every time he'd roll for his Ludas, he's rolling and then picking up fives and sixes and then re-rolling. Wait, wait, so he was actually rolling his dice and not using the dice app? He did not use the dice app. Holy shit, that's yeah. a lot of time wasted. So he was using up a lot of time. So all those boy attacks that he was doing, all 60 attacks that were coming down, he's rolling his dice. So what you were talking about when you started talking about, you know, chess clock and play to the mission and orcs, like I just kept playing my mission. I took headhunter, so turn two I went off and I killed both weird boys so he couldn't jump anymore. Um... Like I was just playing my, I was playing the mission. I was like, I'm just gonna farm some points because I think he's got me at this point. Like I just figured he had me, so I'm playing the mission, playing the mission. And all of a sudden, we get to the very end. He goes, "You guys got like 15 minutes left." Oh, I go, "You want to do seven minutes? I'll do seven minutes." And we wouldn't have a chess clock rule, so this game would have been over. He goes, "Yeah, sure, we'll do that." So he takes his seven minutes. I take my seven minutes, and at the end of it, um, and it turns out just playing the missions and scoring all of the objectives, uh, I ended up scoring all the secondaries essentially. Um, more secondaries than he did and ended up winning this game 23 18. Now, if this game goes on to turn five, I may have still squeaked out a win, but if it goes to turn six, he definitely wins. He probably tables me turn six, but because he's an orcs and he's playing with so many bodies, uh, he couldn't just keep up. Yep. So and that, that's the problem. I'm actually surprised you didn't bring a chess clock. Uh, well, I had a chess clock and I lost it and I keep meaning to buy one. I just haven't gotten around to it. And then no one there was playing chess clock. And it was my first, it was my first game of this new place. And I didn't want to like be all super like competitive. You know, I brought my tournament list just to test out yeah. the meta and everything. And, but And he wanted to make friends. I wanted to make <laughs> friends. Uh, okay. So I, I took it easy, <laughs> so to speak. But I went that game 23-18, which I was shocked I won. And then, so just real quick, uh, like, like I was saying that I played a game against Jeff and the chess clock is the reason why I won. It's the same thing. Like if we would have went to turn six, I, he for sure won. He, he killed pretty much. He wouldn't have tabled me, but I would have had like two models left. It's the same thing. But that being said, that doesn't mean he won. We played a game in the parameters of the tournament. Right. So I still win. No matter how the board looks, if we went into turn seven, eight, if there was no time, it doesn't matter. These yep. are the rules. So you exactly. should never feel bad about lose or winning a game because of a clock. Right. Those are rules. Right. It's a tournament. And the other, parameters. the other thing is keep your head in that game, too, because things may look bad at a certain point, but keep going out and getting your points. Score your secondaries. Try to get that kill. Try to hold an objective because those one or two points could be the difference between winning and losing a game. You know, I stayed focused on the mission. I need to score these points, score more points, do this thing. And that's what I did. 
Um, and he thought he could just table me turn one with his orcs and the jump. And when, you know, it's a dice game and you're going to fail a charge here and there. You know, when that happens, did you have a backup? Did you have a secondary? He could have put that 20-man boy unit on the objective and tried to charge me from there. He still would have been within nine inches. But instead of doing that, he just went for the kill. Instead of going for, you know, points in the objectives as well. So, I mean, there's something yeah, to say went, for staying in the game. He, he went all in instead of, eh, maybe if I don't make this charge, these boys can hold this objective. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Rookie move. Yeah, yep. that, that was my game one. So Ray was texting me, hey, you're at your tournament? I go, yeah, yeah, this is what it is. And he's like, oh, my God, you beat orcs. I'm like, yeah, I did. I, you know, I beat orcs. But I don't know the rest of these guys, and I don't know the meta. So um, I ended up playing Tony. Uh, Tony, he listens to the show, so I ended up playing him round two. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and so when I started moving out here, I started messaging the Facebook groups out here. One of the guys like, hey, are you Andy from the Veteran Gamer? And I wasn't trying to say anything like, hey, I'm this guy, this podcast. I just wanted to like, go and play some games and everything. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And he's, oh, man, I can't wait to see you. So, of course, we ended up playing round two. <laughs> um, and he is playing. Did you, did you sign his cock or something? Like- <laughs> I did. I did. I totally signed his cock. He was like the greatest day of his life. He goes, this is the greatest day ever. Man, that is a really small signature, right? Yeah, it's a very small signature. You know, it's just my initials, which is an at symbol, you know. (laughs) Right there on the tip, just on the mushroom stamp. That's it. Uh, But he was playing a combination of Eldar, Dark Eldar, and Harlequins. So he had the Harlequin bikes. Uh, Let's see if I can find his list here. Hit a whole bunch... Let's see, he had the Skyweavers Sky and, Weavers, and two right? Death Jesters and a Shadow Seer. Um, then he had. Um, he had to have a Solitaire in that. Shadow Seer, yeah, and a, and a Solitaire, yeah. yeah. Um, then he yeah, had. A Vanguard. Yeah, and then he had a bunch of. Then he had Eldrad, a Warlock Skyrunner, uh, a bunch of Guardian Defenders, a bunch of Storm Guardians. Uh, and then he had a big unit of Dark Eldar with Cavalite Warriors, uh, Scourges, two Archons, and three big units of Scourges, and three Ravagers. Now, the Scourges, this is going to be a key point in the game. And, Ray, you're going to give me some bad you're gonna give me some bad juju about this. But um, So we start the game, and he, of course, he keeps his, uh, his Scourges back in reserve. Uh, I already know what's coming. Those are the guys with the little wings, right? Yeah, yeah. little chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. they were. Do they have shredders or what do they have? Uh, they had uh, scourges with special weapon haywire blasters. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all haywire blasters. But you know, I don't take vehicles and I don't have knights, so for me, it doesn't really matter. I mean, haywire is still good, yeah. but uh, but I knew that the um, the skyweavers were bad news because Ray just obliterated me with skyweavers one day. So I knew to take care of them. Uh, we play on the short table, the one story house. Um, he, I let him go first, and he moves up, and he doesn't kill anything. But he deployed, like, super far back, and he doesn't maneuver where after he shoots, he falls back with the Skyweavers. Is that a yeah, thing? The fire, yeah, fire fade. Yeah, he, so he does that. So he gets to the point. So I go to go, and his um, Dark Eldar is Cabal the Blackheart. So I go to move in advance and double my advance with my Gene Stealers, and he goes and he vects it. Okay, Smart. there's four command points. I go, he's probably going to do it again. So I move to the, this... The, there was a piece of like a, 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 a ruins in the middle of the table. So I moved all of my gene stealers into the middle of it. And I say, okay, now I'm going to, with my um, 
with the swarm lord use the hive commander ability. Now I'm going to move in advance. I'm going to double their advance move again. He goes, okay, I'm going to vex that. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's now spent Jesus. eight command points stopping my double move. So I just, I then I just shuffle. I, I move in advance, but I just shuffle the guys around inside the building. <laughs> okay, cool. I hold more. We both killed nothing. Your turn. And now all of my gene slurs are sitting inside of a building. Well, half of them are out, but there's a big unit like inside this building. So he goes and kills most of a gene stealer unit. He kills something else, like a, a flying hive tyrant. wasn't very consequential. Um, and then I go. And then that's when I just murdered everything. Um, I get onto a unit of storm guard or guardian defenders that drops down. I kill the fuck out of them with all of my gene stealers. Um, I then move in advance and I slingshot a flying hive tyrant up to go kill a bunch of Cabalite warriors who then get onto another unit of like something stupid in the corner. Like I just, then I just take over the board. Um, and then after killing those guardian defenders, I got into another building in his backfield. So he's able to get around the ruins with the Skyweavers next time, but he ends up doing nothing with the Skyweavers. Now we're turn three and he forgets to drop his Skyweavers. Oh shit. And then we're in my turn now. And he goes, you mean drop the haywire or, or the the scourges? Oh, the scourges, scourges, yeah. Right. So at the very end of his turn, he goes, "I forgot to drop my scourges." And I go, "Yeah, you go put him in the corner over there." So I let him put him in the corner. Ray's oh, rolling okay. his eyes right now. I mean, it didn't roll my eyes, but like at least you you made him put it in a spot not advantageous for him, right? Yeah. Like put it in the very back corner, surrounded by all of your other stuff. That's fine. Just stick it in the back corner, right? <laughs> I'm already kicking your ass, so sure, you can go over there. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So he goes and does that, and then I go and I kill all the Skyweavers this turn. I kill them all. Like, I just fuck them up. Uh, uh, Swarm Lord gets in there and just does a bajillion wounds. Uh, he just went straight ham. He got, I think, he has six attacks. All six of them hit. All six of them wounded, and three of them were sixes, which means they do mortal wounds. Nice. So the Swarm Lord himself killed, like, three or four of them just by himself, um, which was pretty badass. Um, so he just pe- he just peels them off because I still had gene stealers to go. And then I move in advance up again. I sit in this building. And so he, he then the scourges on his turn that he had got the, to de- I let him put in the corner. He then moves them up and they shoot everything at my gene stealers and kill one gene stealer. Fucking karma, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's rolling a bunch of dice, rolling a bunch of dice. And like his, so my dice went hot at the exact same minute. His dice went cold. And so we get to the end of like turn three and he's like, okay, like this game is over. And so we called it. Um, and his dice were just not helping him out, but he did forget to drop his scourges. Um, so I ended up winning that game 35 to 13. They give, uh, Tony, right? That's who you played. Yeah, it was Tony. Yeah. Advice with, uh, Beck. So with Nids, let them double move. That's fine. Cause like you did to them, you basically, you, you did that right. Um, they can do that. They can just use it again at a different point in time in the game. But you want to vect the overrun, uh, stratagem. Cause they can only do that once. And two, if you're smart and you throw chum in the water for them to do it and like, if they don't catch what you're going to do, they'll go and kill it thinking they're going to come somewhere else to attack again and wrap and like, okay, cool. You killed them. I'm going to overrun. No, stay there in the open. And then you shoot the shit out of them. And well, it usually, it usually gains you a gene stealer the squad. Well, the thing was, them. the thing was too, is that the position I was in to go kill what I had to go kill. I needed a 20. Like I needed a six on my, on my advanced move to double it, to get a 20 inch move to be in a, 
decent position to charge because anything short of that, I would have needed like a seven or eight inch charge to really get to where I needed to be. So he could have let me go and do it and taken his chances there. It no, would, but I'm saying like you should just as an Eldar player with Vect, you should just let it happen. Throw something out there. Know what's going to happen. Know that unit's going to die. And but just know next turn you're going to have this nice juicy Jinxler squad that you can doom and jinx and then just erase it from the board. Yeah, so that's pretty smart. Well, what I was going for though is he had um I want to say he had a Farseer in the corner with a unit of Cabalite warriors and another unit of something in the corner, like an Eldar something in the corner. So the idea was I was going to go kill the Cabalite Warriors and wrap everything else. that was Because they were sitting right next to each other in the corner. So the idea was to go kill the Cabalites and wrap everything else and say... Also, uh, also another thing against Tyranids, you want to deploy all your units. Yes, and spread out. Because yep. like, you need all, this, all, all the, the place. As Eldar, because depending on your list and that list particularly, um, you don't have a lot of shots until your whole army's on the board, so you, you need all those shots. Plus, a lot of those shots are random. Right. Right. So I win so, game I two. mean, that was, good. that was good on you. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah. So I baited out his Vex. He, he Vect, and the guy was saying, oh, he couldn't let you move. And I'm like, that's cool. I just I stole eight command points from him on my turn. I made him use his command points <laughs> on my terms. I think I just won. And I was telling the guy watching, I think I just won this game because I made him spend eight command points. And my guy's just sitting in a building. I'm, go- I'm golden. Like, I'm in a great position right now. So, of course, it ended up going in my favor. Uh, so game three... I ended up playing uh, Thomas Collins, Tom Collins, drink a little Tom Collins mix. Um, he was playing a straight up Dark reference? Eldar. What's that? Is that a movie reference? No, it's a drink. Oh, okay. Uh, What's in that drink? You know, I don't know. I haven't had a or? Tom Collins. Be- I don't think I've ever had a Tom Collins before. Oh, okay. I'll look it up. I'll post it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm an alcoholic, but there's some drinks I haven't had, and I'm not going to lie to my listeners saying I know what a Tom Collins is. I just know it's a drink. It's an old timey drink from like the 60s, and no one really drinks them anymore. So, uh, but he was playing straight up Dark Eldar, um, and he was playing uh, um, Venom Spam with Cabalite Warriors on the inside, with Splinter Rifles, and um, he had two Raiders, five Venoms, a bunch of Cabalite Warriors inside the Venoms and the Raiders. And then he had a um, an Eldar detachment with Dark Reapers and Warp Hunters. And then he had two uh, Razor Wing Jet Fighters. Um, that's it. Yeah. Warp Hunters suck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're playing the two-story house, and I think I'm in trouble, but he starts deploying very aggressively, like right up on the line. And I'm like, oh, well, this is good. Um, this is good for me. But I end up getting first turn, and I take first turn. Um, and I move in advance and I get inside this building that's right in the center of the, of the board. And then I move in advance again with my gene stealers and I go wrap two venoms with a unit of gene stealers and I kill both venoms. And of course I kill both units of Cabalite warriors on the inside. And that was my turn. Oh, and I kill the unit of dark reapers turn one. Nice. A unit oh, wow. of dark reapers, two venoms, yeah, you- two Cabalite warriors. I decimated them turn one. He went, shit, I didn't know you could move that fast. I go, do you guys don't have genes? Do you guys don't have Tyranid players here? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. Um, so he goes and he doesn't kill anything. Uh, and then I go turn to, oh, no, the um, the Razorwing Jet Fighters move up. I, I, I apologize. They move up and they killed my Malanthrope because they got him behind it and shot it. And of course, it has fly. So they get like extra special shots to it. So they killed the Malanthrope. He kills the Malanthrope. Okay, big whoop. 
turn two, I move up again with my second unit of Gene Stealers, and I wrap up one of the the Warp Hunters. Wrap it and kill it with the Swarm Lord, Gene Stealers, and everything. And then the Broodlord goes and kills a unit of Dark Reapers. So I've already killed two units of Dark Reapers. Another two units of, of Venoms I wrap and kill. Um, so things are going great. I'm killing two. I should have gone uh, Butcher's Bill because this was going fantastically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a, um, a Flying Hive Tyrant comes down turn two, and him and another Flying Hive Tyrant go and kill one of the, the Jet Fighters. So I've killed one Jet Fighter. I've killed two more Venoms and another unit of Dark Reapers. Oh, and then his turn, he goes and charges um, the Archon, or no, um, a Farseer, I think it was. What did he charge me with? He charged me with something that he probably shouldn't charge me with, with the Farseer, into a flying hive tart, and of course, I interrupted and killed him. No, I overwatched and killed him. I overwatched and killed him. It was fantastic. I never overwatched and killed shit. It's insulting. Yeah, it is insulting, but I overwatched and killed him. It was fantastic. And this guy made it to the top table? Apparently. Wow. Yeah. It really sounds like one of the games you just said that the meta there might be more knights and, like, vehicles, because... Well, what I heard... I never, that's a lot of anti-tank, like, hard-hitting things to be in that list. Yeah, so I, I get the feeling of that. So, it ended up then turn three, though. He, all he had left was a, um, a warp hunter and the two raiders. So I ended up killing the two raiders and the warp hunter, and all he had left was the jet fighter, so I boots them top of turn three. So, and he, I don't think he, they were prepared for that. So I ended up beating him 36 to 5. At the... Wait. Wait, if I count correctly, that's three wins. That is three wins. <laughs> that's three wins in an RT. I won an RT. Holy shit. It happened. Good job, Andy. Good, I, good I had job. to go halfway across the country to do it, but I did it. You had to get away from all us. Yeah, I do no have to way. get away from all of you. That was my only hope, right? <laughs> well, there was an RT that Pretty Dick didn't show up to. I'm like, oh, there's my chance to win an RT. Like... <laughs> What I didn't win that RT. <laughs> I lost to Hayden. So <laughs> No, but what I hear was because it was um, we had a big snowstorm the week before. And so the roads were kind of messed up. And then we were supposed to get snow on that Saturday. So a bunch of players who were going to come in from Kansas City and St. Louis didn't make it. So I've been told like the Met is pretty tough there. And I was looking forward to that, like just, you know playing some really tough games and a really hard meta and, you know, learning what's going on there and really putting my, my list to the test of what they have going on out there. But it just sounds like they don't have a lot of Tyranid play. They say they got one really good Tyranid player out there. I'm like, okay, but that they're not seeing like the big body counts and that they're used to seeing space Marines and vehicles and Knights, which would, yeah, is what like it sounds that, like. That last elder list that you were talking about, that was like, that's purely for Knights. Yeah. Like vehicles. Cause it just doesn't have the shots, honestly. Right. The screens. What's kind of cool, Andy, is that you single-handedly might change the meta out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Uh, I don't. I won't, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, I'll wait oh, to see fine. when we get to another big tournament and some of these guys, the guys I'm, you know, I was supposed to see show up. Um, nothing against the guys who were there. That orc player that was really good. Uh, he's had some bad dice rolls. And Tony, who I beat, his dice went cold on him turn two. I mean, that game could have gone another direction if he kills more gene stealers and if he remembers to drop his scourges. So, I mean, yeah. those games could have gone another directions. 
Um, the last list I played with the Venoms, I, I know how to beat that list. Like what I did was exactly how you beat it. Now he, he could have deployed more defensively and let me go turn one. And there's some things I probably could have done, but you know, I, I know that list. I can beat that one. Um, the, the Eldar, dark Eldar Harlequin list, I think splitting it up three ways is kind of problematic. I don't know. You're the, you're the elf player. Yeah. Ray. When you, when you go the three ways, it makes it really hard because you want to keep uh, Cabal the Black Heart. You don't get anything else other than maybe two Archons kind of geared out and then the Cabal the Black Heart. It just puts you, I found that it, it puts you too thin, right? You're not good at anything, and Eldar is supposed to be good at whatever you're building to. Right. And that's what I felt when I saw the list. I was like, I think he's going to have problems because he's not focused in one direction. I think I'll be okay here. And it ended up being that way. And the orc player just he had bad luck with a, a you know a charge roll, and that was it. And I made some saves in the very beginning of the game, like that was it. Like so, some dice went in my favor that day for sure, but I didn't feel as if there was anything there I couldn't handle. So, but we'll wait to see when the actual you know when I'm told like the really good. I mean, this one guy was like the really good players will show up. I'm like okay, cool. I can't wait to see that. Like I don't mind losing, you know, guy. I don't mind lose. I lose all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. You know, I just you wanna... won the RTT and you made people salty. So proud of you, man. I did, I did. I think I made people cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, the guy, the guys out here are really cool. Um, it's you know, I'm far from home. I don't have any of my family and friends. Uh, you know, after game one, I was able to go out to lunch with some of the guys. They were really nice. Uh, you know, we hung out, we touched dicks a little bit. It was fantastic. Um, did but you play swords? We 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 sword fight, sword yes. fight, sword fight. Um, uh, Icebreaker. Yeah, but uh, some of the guys invited said, hey, we play most of our games at our houses. We all got tables at the house. We drink beer. We drink too much. I'm like, oh, I'll fit right in then. I'll be fine. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be OK. I actually bought a 15 pack of beer for the tournament, knowing I probably couldn't drink inside. But I thought, no, I'll go out in the parking lot and drink. No, fuck that shit. It was fucking cold. It was like 22 degrees and the wind was whipping through there. God, my nipples got so hard. I thought they were going to fall off. Like It was <laughs> bad. It was really bad. So I what I do home. find funny about that area is that you're a Cali boy from California, and you still went to the tournament even though there was a blizzard coming. Yeah, a bunch of pussy should have showed up and played their game. It wasn't that bad. It actually didn't end up snowing. So, but a bunch of guys says, "Oh, my wife had a baby," a and you know, my, my wife said no, and it's just like, "Would you shut up, Phil and oh, Tyler? Yeah, just come yeah, out and play." Yeah, I know. What I'm saying it's uh, just exactly what I was. It's like say. being yeah, at home. Tyler's- <laughs> so those are my games played i win my first rt out here now i've been told i have a giant target on my back so cool come and get me motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm eager to hear how, how it goes when the quote-unquote good players because apparently you play bad players because that, that's what i hear i wouldn't call them bad players it's just i don't think they were prepared for my list no, i'm not I'm not saying you are i'm just saying they call themselves bad players because if they're telling you oh the good players aren't here well then what are you yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And when I smash your good players, then we'll see what's up. You know? I'll just I, wave, I'll wave my giant monster that. dick in the middle of your shit store. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in your shit meta. <laughs> love it. Uh, I love it. That's dope. But no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, playing out here. Um, it's cold, so they know it's better to play games. So I'm, I'm, do- I'm, I'm excited for it. So... Um, of course, I'll have lots of games to talk about because I don't have any family out here right now. My family's all at home. So I got nothing to do with play Warhammer and masturbate. So 
my hand is really tired too, so I'm gonna be playing yeah. some more Warhammer. <laughs> Sounds like fun though. Doesn't, doesn't sound too bad actually. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a bad deal. Playing I Warhammer mean, and masturbating, yeah. You work for the government, so like that's really not working. And then fucking <laughs> you just play forty K. I mean, what what is there not to like? Yeah, what is there not to like? other than it's cold, I would hate that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna be back with some LVO lists and the LVO preparation. Podcast. That's what I like talking to you guys because I can get. Uh, what? You call it white girl wasted? I'm Mexican wasted, motherfuckers. Mexican wasted. For my 3 3 beer. 3 3 la, orange beer. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, I want to see things. Alright. First of all, like I told the damn and the boys, because I like talking to both of you guys, because I love both contacts. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say I'm Patriot for life. Number two is why am I captain? Because I don't understand. If I, you know what? Don't fucking answer that. I like being captain. Yeah. Wah, captain. Wah, captain of the wah club. That's right. Yes, I've been drinking. I don't give a fuck. So, do I keep calling them? Maybe I'll call again. I don't know. But I don't give a fuck. Every day longer. And then I'm going to bomb you with snobs. Snobs. Yeah, yeah, lots, lots of knobs, part cloth, part cloth, fuck shooting. I don't know who fucking looters, bullshit, fuck looters, fuck that shit. I'm gonna get you a class, lots of class, lots of class, big part cloth, motherfuckers, yes, with the kill sauce, yeah, yeah. So if you don't give a fuck if you know my strategy or not, I'll tell you, clowns. Uh, all I gotta tell you is I'm drinking beer, I'm got power cloth, and I'm pulling a bunch of shit, and my buddy's gonna pay for me because I don't have fucking time. Because I gotta work 12 fucking hours a day. Fucking seven days a week. It's bullshit. So, Tyler, you're the best. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> Hey, dickhead, it's James again. Uh, I have a suggestion for you guys maybe want to try out or consider doing. Since you guys have access to that gaming club and that you have access to all hours of the night, Andy, you thought about maybe, or Ray, you too, I guess, y'all have time, seeing if any of y'all or any of the guys in your group maybe have uh, equipment to try to record games or, you know, start a dedicated YouTube channel because one thing that there's not a lot of on YouTube or any of the other services like that. There's not a lot of really dedicated balls to the walls, hardcore competitive uh, 40k channels. Most of them are, you know, like semi-competitive, or they play fluffy lists, or they're just kind of having fun or whatever else. There's nobody like seriously going hardcore into it. 
I don't know, it's something y'all may want to think about and consider. And then, uh, other thing, what do you guys do to help keep you from, uh, making the same mistakes over and over again? You know, something to get that in place. Something that I've started doing is, and this sounds gay as fuck, but I started a 40K journal, like a little bag that I just kind of keep track of and write down things that I've fucked up or made mistakes on. Because for me, if I don't write something down, I'll just forget it for next time. Or I'll just do the same mistake again and again and again. So I started writing down my games and writing down what I fucked up, what I could have done to mitigate it, and what I can do to keep myself from doing it again next time. Anyway, stay fucked up. And we are back. Uh, LVO lists. So Ray and Pretty Dick are going to the LVO. I can't go. I have to work. Yeah. I have to actually so work. Started a new job. So these, uh, these are excuses. You should have just told them like, "Yeah, hey, I got this very important fucking thing to go do. You <laughs> hire me on this fucking thing." <laughs> uh, I think I, I guess that means I have. Well, from the day of recordings, I got like two days to try to sell my LVO ticket now. So <laughs> I don't think it's happening. Phil pushed out uh, on me. You, Phil put, Phil's a vagina. God yeah. damn it. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find. Uh, talk to the guys from Flying Monkey. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna maybe hear this on this. Uh, they can crash in my room. I'll post like, it on cool. VGR. Um, on the pa- on the Facebook saying I'm trying to sell my LVO ticket and you got a couple days to get it. And well, see if don't post there. there that they can crash in my room. Only certain people. Well, I'm not posting. They can crash. I'm not gonna. Well, I will say that they can. Cra- anyone wants to crash and raise room can crash and raise room. Cuddling is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and encouraged by Andy. Be the big spoon. Because <laughs> Ray's too small to be the big spoon. <laughs> if we're both fucking small spoons, it's all right. One of us would be the big one. All I'm gonna say hey. is, why spoon when you can just fork instead? Anyway. There you go. 40k podcast. 40K podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are going to the LVO. Talk about your lists. They have to be posted anyway, so everyone's going to see them. So no, no harm talking about them now. Yeah, everything's fucking locked in by the time this is released. Well, I, you have a couple days, and if you're fucking trying to beat me, you're obviously an idiot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you go ahead and uh, predict. You can say yours first. If you want to beat me, just bring Tao. That's it. I mean, it could be a competent player. Past that, uh, you might have trouble. But uh, if you guys have listened to the, the show before, you'll probably hear the, the this, this list being very similar. I'm basically running the same thing I've been running for six fucking months, except Chapter Approved did fuck me up a little bit. Uh, I did have to change out a few things. So I'm going with uh, fucking Chaos Demons, of course. Got a Corn Battalion pure because i've got to be number one this year that's what i'm shooting for i got my badass uh corn demon prince the skull reaver axe with wings gotta have him just in case i run it tonight or something stupid skull taker um auto include with blood letters three units of 20 blood letters with the icon and instrument um you know obviously deep striking them then i got a nurgle detachment which includes death guard and um nurgle uh, demons Two box bringers. The the main point of them is they're kind of bodyguards for like my sorcerers, and the fact that they uh, they have that power. It's minus one toughness to a unit within eighteen, so it's pretty useful. 
Uh, three units of Nurglings for holding objectives, two foul blight spawns, which are the amazing flamers that I still almost never see anyone take. They're amazing uh, flamers, yes. They're giant, amazing flamers. They're so good. They single-handedly win so many games for me. Oh, they're so own. good. Um, but the, also that uh, the seven-inch bubble where you fight last around them or something like that? Yeah, that's it, what... Yeah, it, it's it a combination the of the of flamer and the rule. Yeah, it's massive. So I, they're, they're stupid good. Uh, two playbrush crawlers, auto includes, just so I don't die first turn. Um, and then I have a Thousand Suns Battalion, which has Armon, a Terminator Sorcerer, which is my new favorite thing in the world. You make him your Warlord, and then you give him a uh, Familiar, which is 9-point upgrade. Gives you plus 1 to your first cast every single turn. So automatically, your first cast, with him being the Warlord, I have Magnus in Terminator Armor. It's... Pretty, pretty clutch. Some of my powers are like 8s and 9s, so that's a really big help. Um, and then I have just a normal boring sorcerer, uh, just so I could fill in some points. And then 3 units of 10 cultists. And then that's, so I have 3 battalions, start with 18 command points, and usually start the game with 10. Just burning them all before the game starts, so. That's it. That's my whole list. So much close combat. It's so all much. all close combat. That's it. That's why I lose the towel. Hey, hey, but like like the internet says, yes, demons suck. <laughs> Those guys are fucking retarded. <laughs> hey, uh, chaos demons. They can't do anything. I'm in my bubble. I'm gonna talk to James Carmona. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he'll he'll want to say he says chaos space marines suck. No, he says chaos sucks. I can't do anything. I can't cast anything. I can't kill anything. I can't do anything. I can't break my own models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, has Hayden called you, Pretty Dick, at all? Uh, he messaged me a couple of times because he's tired of hearing Carmona cry, he says. But past that, no. Not okay. recently. I keep telling him to talk to you because he keeps saying, chaos, can't play chaos. I can't play him. And I'm like, dude, well, just... I- yeah, he fucking switched over to what Necrons. He played Necrons for a while, and I oh, it was bad. I stomped him in two turns. It was terrible, and I was just like, <laughs> I feel like I feel bad, but I don't because it's you, and you made this choice. You made this decision. Yeah, yeah. Well, Whose idea was this that? That's his. He want he well first he went with Tau, which might you know working better, with better it, than Necrons yeah. might have been better. I don't know. He's not used to shooting in no psychic phase, but uh, and then he went to Necrons. He borrowed my Necron army. And then I think he lost a lot of his games because of it. <laughs> and then then he came back to Chaos. So, I mean, he played a Monster Mash list before and Ultis and stuff. Which, the Monster Mash actually isn't that bad of a, a fucking oh, God. game. What are you watching, Pornhub? What was that? Green, <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Jesus Christ. Let's see porn. Get that shit out of here. There's nothing I can do about this either. You, you just gotta sit here and stroke it, Ray. Just do it with me. Do it. <laughs> uh, so that that was pretty dick's list. Taking the demons. Um, yep. You said you're closer first. I mean, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm ten points behind the the first place guy and. What's interesting is the number one and I think number three, the the two people obviously I need to worry about, they're both Australians, and I don't think either one of them are coming to LVO. So as long as I perform decent, 
I actually should have it in the bag. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, Josh Death is the only other person that could take my title from me at this point if I perform terrible. But it sounds like he's on that Imperium dick. So I don't think I have to worry. Oh, it's a fat ass. These are nice pictures. Nice. Um, all right. So fucking my list. You know, everybody comes here to hear about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone cares about your point of your shit. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's clinging to her ass cheeks like that. Look at that. Uh, so the past couple weeks, past month, you know, we've already talked about playing many games, and I've played many of lists, and I've sent Andy and Pretty Dick, Team Zero Comp, and Jeff Pool many lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's had their piece to say on it, and then I went with nothing. I was sending. <laughs> uh, after numerous games, I found that Wave Serpents performed good and were toolboxes in every game and essential to me actually winning every game. So I went with a more of a Wave Serpent spam type list. Uh, it's two battalions. Uh, and now I I wanted to stay more Craft World because I am fifth currently. Uh, I can't fucking concentrate if you're doing that. <laughs> you can't look at the screen. You can't. So I'm, I'm fifth world uh, world for craft world, and I'm second West Coast. So nice. I want, like, I, the goal of the beginning of the year is be first West Coast, which is obtainable. Mm-hmm. Um, the one above me is Jordan. Uh, he's above me by, like, 10 points, I think. Jordan Stein. And Jordan Stein, yeah. Nice, okay. And then for world... The first person's an Australian, too. So they got some fucking Australian bullshit fucking going on over there. <laughs> um, but then the next two, I don't know who they are. And then it's me. So if they don't show, or maybe I do better than them, I do way better than them, I have a chance of winning Worlds. So I'm pretty stoked about that. So that that was the reason of staying Craft World and uh, not going any any other faction. You should go on Best Coast Pairings and, and see if any of those people are actually signed up to play at LVO. That That's would, just what I did. That would be a lot of work and effort. You have to look I'm up not, like two fucking names. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm not about all that. That's two names I wouldn't have to normally work. Let's <laughs> oh, see. Andy's going to do it for me. Uh, so it's a Craftwood Battalion, Alatok, Shock, um, with a Farseer on foot, the Spirit Seer. Those are my HQs for mm. troops. Uh, three Dire Avenger squads. Uh, all of them have an Exarch in there. Uh, five mans. But one of them, the Exarch just has one gun. The other two are double slinging. That was because of points. I needed those three points. And then it is five dedicated transports of Wave Serpents. And the Wave Serpents are Spirit Stones and Twin Shirking Cannons with the Twin Shirking Catapults underneath. Yep. Shit ton of shots. T7. Everybody knows what oh. Wave Serpents do. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the other battalion is a Yanari detachment. And this is basically the killy stuff, right? This is how I kill shit. Other than mass shots from the one above. And the, and the wave serpent, fucking serpent shield. Yeah, spam. when when I fucking, it's basically smite spam for a yeah, yeah, when you really need something dead, that's not a bad option. And especially the way it's worded because it says that it expend in the, in the shooting phase, it doesn't say, it doesn't have a weapons profile. So you can expend it any time in the shooting phase. Because it's oh, not yeah. an actual weapon. Yeah, that's huge. So when you just think that it's always got one wound left, something stupid, boom, shield, dead. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's awesome. So the second battalion is Inari. Uh, obviously, you have your brain because she has to be the warlord to be uh, unlock Inari. 
And then the second HQ is my old buddy, Autark Skyrunner, on a jet bike. Uh, he's going to be Sam Hain, or Sam Han, whatever the fuck it is. Sam Hain. Sam Hain. He has a Banshee mask, a fusion gun, and a laser lance. And the reason why he has a laser lance because I pay the one CP because, you know, Inari doesn't get a free relic. So I pay the one CP so he can get the relic spear. And the relic spear is a 12-inch shooting spear at strength 6, negative 4, 2 damage. Or in close combat, on the charge, it's strength 8, negative 4, 2 damage. And on wound rolls of 6, they're actually 4 damage, which it's pretty good. It comes in effect if you have a plus 1 to wound because of the power. Mm -hmm. He goes off on 5s. And then outside of charging, it's plus 2 to strength. So he's strength 5, negative 4, 2 damage with the same rolls of wound. And then the – so he's Sam Sam Hain. Then the How troop, many attacks you get with that guy? Uh, only four. But still, okay, still pretty good though. Not bad. Yeah, he usually like when he goes in, he shoots with the fusion, the laser lance, and then you get hit by four. So it's basically like five, six attacks with a strength eight uh, weapon. Nice. Sort of. Okay. Uh, then the troops are a twenty-man blob squad. Um, if you play any type of Eldar list, I think this is uh, stable to them. Uh, you take two platforms in there. And they're going to be Uthui Yanari. So you, the reason why you do that is for the stratagem to hit on twos. Uh, really good. Mm-hmm. You don't need any psychic support when they come down. One CP to do that. Then you have your other troops is a regular defender squad, 10-man, just straight 10. And then you have a Storm Guardian for points, uh, base 8-man with chain uh, chain swords. Um, those two are Alatok because they have to go into the Wave Serpent, so they have to match the craft world. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, 10-man Dark Reaper unit. Uh, no Tempest Launcher, though. Um, wow, why? Uh, just because I have a lot of guys on foot already that can go in the buildings and shoot things. Like it's a, I have a lot of small arm shot for anything that's going to be hiding in buildings. Like okay. a lot. So they can go in, and then a 10-man Dark Reaper squad shooting its alternate. It's 20 shots. Strength 5, negative 2, 2 damage each. Um and then, obviously, 10 shots, that's 30 possible damage if they all hit and they all wound, if you don't make no saves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's Inari, so, you know, you have the possible of shooting twice, um, killing something near them to shoot twice. You know, the usual Inari stuff. So, the Inari is the kill part. The craft world parts, the more sustain, and the wave servants aren't really anything to laugh at. They, they do kill things. Yeah, wave we- servants general are a big toolbox they stop charges they they're good screens in my opinion yep um, when i saw five on your list i was like whoa that's a lot of wave serpents you're gonna be you know you're gonna be blocking and screening and that's your, that's your front line for you know yeah it's it's really good i mean tough and seven too and then six up field of pains always throw people off there's been many times i've rolled a six up field of pain to not die and not give a, a kill so and there's oh, I- and then with that with that new stratagem, you go second. Now you have a two up save for two command points. And that and that was the other thing too. Going second, you know, Eldar wants to go second so they can counteract to all the you know your your opponent's movements, yep. and so you can hold more or possibly kill more. Um, usually, hold more is the goal, and kill more is like the bonus. Um, mm. Yeah. So it and it it does really well with dodging a lot of secondary. So if you want to go headhunter, you literally have four targets. Um, if you want to go big game, sure. I would. I would assume everybody's going to go big game against me. But that's a and, sucker bet. I even when I can kill four wave serpents, 
it's not like it's easy. You're putting a ton yeah. of effort to killing those four waves, but you better turn hey. you like two of them like real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's that's I wouldn't. I don't feel good about choosing big game against four wave serpents ever. Yeah, and then other than that, like, what, what else are you gonna go? Because I mean, <laughs> mark for death, but that's it. Yeah, you go if you if you do mark for death, you can only get three outside of the big game. Because the four wave serpents, one wave serpent, the blob squad, and the dark reapers. Oh, that's it, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, I guess. Okay, I guess you could if you want to go your brain. Yeah. Who's that guy who's one who's just ahead of you on West Coast? Jordanstein. There he is, right there. Yeah, he, he's he's a yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. West I hang Coast. out with him a lot. Yeah. Him and I talk. He has to be beat right now. Try to see if I can do better than him. It's the only guy you got to beat at this point. <laughs> yeah, but he wants he wants to be top top Azurani or whatever in the world, not not just West Coast. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, the West Coast is is a goal, obviously. So I can say I'm the best one on the West, but the world is the ultimate goal. Like I said, I wanted to finish top three at the beginning of the season, and I think that's doable. Yeah, winning it would be the ultimate goal, and then I get a plaque, and then I can be super cocky about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm shooting for. Just take it to every every tournament and just put it down on the table on the side. <laughs> just sit it there next <laughs> to your chess clock. Put your chess clock. Put a chain on it. Or, or put, build your chess clock inside of it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Glue it next to it. Yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the list I'm going to be running with. I, I'm still bouncing around like a couple points here and there because I'm not sure if I want the Tempest Launcher. Um, I'm going to play some games tomorrow to see if they really come into effect. Um, it's really easy to get it in. I just need to change one Wave Serpent uh, Twin Turkey Cannons into Scatter Lasers. Mm-hmm. And then I, there's the five points because it's only five points. Yeah, it's nothing. It's really, really easy. The only downfall to that is I lose, you know, the solid shots, which I don't have a lot of hard hitting. That's the reason why I went 10 rockets. Um, but also if the wave serpent moves, the scatter lasers hit on fours. It's the heavy. But it's more shots. It's eight shots. Hmm. So Rank those- six, but no chance of negative three. So those are your lists. Those are lists. So who's winning this thing? I uh, I just want to get to fucking the the seventh ghost round. I think that would be cool. If I can lose then, I'll be happy. Yeah, so I guess we could talk about that too. So if going into the final round or after the final round and there's more than eight people undefeated. Yep. So there just has to be nine undefeated people. There's going to be a ghost round, as you said, pretty dick, and they're going to take the the next it's top top four automatically go to the third day yeah, and then the, the next, next eight. eight people so it's uh eight four is it five through twelve or something uh they have a seventh round that doesn't count for any itc points or anything because it, yeah, no, it no fucks up the modifiers yeah so yeah. they'll be playing to like midnight yep so i mean get the fuck over it I mean, if you're there to win, you're going to do it. I know I'd, yeah. I'd be fucking stoked. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd be fucking, I'd be, I'd be pumped, but. Hey, here's yeah, the so guy I, coming in 350th place at this tournament right there. 350th place right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, and out of that, they'll take the 350th winners. best general. Best general. 
<laughs> and out of that seventh round, they'll take the four winners, and that's your top eight. Um, yep. Or I don't really – I mean, obviously, the the safe bet's Nick Nadavati, right? But he's, he's taking orcs. He's, he's already said it on multiple channels. People I have think, all said it. I think he's going to lose in the, the third day, though, unless they allow a dice app. Well, I don't see them not allowing the dice out. I, I don't know. It gets weird. It's never happened before. You know what I mean? We've never well, had a year. Well, Frontline has said that the dice app is a totally approved tool, and actually they've promoted it nonstop. Yes, but my argument is unless they put it on the stream itself where people can see it, it, the, would, look, the, the big it would look dice. fucking boring to see someone pass their phone and like, oh, okay, took 10 look, hits. Look, the big dice is not for viewers. I it's think it's a combination. No, it's not. You don't think so at all? I may know people that stream. It's Maybe. not about that. It's not. It's not about that. It's the stop the allegations of like, oh, cheating or anything shady like that. Oh, I can't read your dice. They're clear dice, and that's what it's for. Yeah. So an app that's approved by GW, you can't argue it. It's right there. Like you could put that on the table. You could put it in front of the chess clock fucking camera because that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, but I mean, orcs can't just use a dice app. Like, you think about it. Yes, they can reroll once, but then they have to reroll the fives, the fives and sixes if they use a stratagem, and if they didn't, just the sixes. And then outside of those rolls, then they have to reroll once as well. Yep. So then you're using the dice app and dice. Mm-hmm. Nick Navi is a fast player. Um, well, I've but seen I, I've seen guys use the dice app. They do their big roll of dice, and they use the second page to do. Okay, I've got this many ones, and then they roll it. And they've used the dice app on like three different pages to make their dice rolls. So if you practice with, there's actually ways you can utilize it, even with all the re rolls, and then get the dice that you need. Dude, there's four Greg Gonzalez's going to fucking LVO. I think it's the same guy. He just paid four times. He just really wants to go to LVO. <laughs> I want to make sure I go. No one's going to stop me from going. <laughs> but I mean, for to do that, like, what if somebody, like, what do you do if somebody's you and they fuck it up, right? They hit the wrong button. That happens all the, the time. App, the yeah. app in GW, if you're fucking listening, you need an undo button. Yeah. Like, somewhere in the corner, not like very easy to hit, a very small, just like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to do that undo and it brings back what was just on the screen yeah that'd be cool because i mean there's been plenty of times where i've been fucking going around and i'm i i think i have a pretty understanding of how to use it where like my fat finger hits the wrong button and the fucking the wrong dice disappear and i'm like fuck <laughs> now like, what do you do like I've come up with is like well you got to re-roll it all and the only yeah. reason i say that is because it's going to be taking more of their time because you're going to be playing on a chess clock. Now, do you personally use the, the dice app? I do for the guardians. Okay. It was like 40 shots or something. 36. 36 it's 36 yeah. because two guys are shooting the cannons, which you roll those off because they're higher strength. Got it. Okay. And you, I always use them for the gene stones. You know that. So, mm. so I, honestly, I don't really use it. I, I like rolling out the dice for the blood letters just in the hand. And yeah, but you you use small dice. I I don't. I can't stand small dice. Oh, it's a part of the small dice club. 
<laughs> so those are your lists for the LVO. Um, so I'll, I'll be watching dreamily from a distance. What are you saying, Ray? What armies? I mean, I I think it's really hard to pick a name per se. But what do you think the top five armies are going to be? Do you think it? Do you guys think it's going to be spread out like different five different armies, or do you think there's going to be an overrepresent representation in the top five different armies? I think I think, I think, I think we're seeing say three of the same army in the top ten. Like we're to see the exact same like. Like we've seen in previous years, these three guys have figured out that this is the list that needs to be beaten, and they're going to play. And they're going to play variations of that list, and it's going to be those, uh, like a very close variation of the same three armies. Mm. And then you'll you'll well, see a, a mix of stuff, but I think well, my just... prediction is, is that there's going to be more orcs. Yeah. In the top ten, top five, or not top top five, but top ten, right? More orcs mm. than any other army. And there's going to be no knights, no knight primaries at least. There's going to be, you know, a Castellan. Yes, I, I agree. There's not there's going to be a knight primary. primary. And what no, about Yanari? I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I don't I think know. they struggle against orcs, but with, out of 800 fucking players, <laughs> you have such a big opportunity to just, you know, just dodge matchups. I, I think it's possible. Yeah. What's the one army you think that could make it that that people aren't talking about right now? That's going to shock people. Everyone's talking about orcs, right? We know we'll see this. I think chaos. I think think too many people downplay chaos. But I just think through over all the books that we have, we have just too many tools. Now, I'm not saying I'm the person that was able to put it together in the perfect order, but I I think chaos has the potential. I think you not having shooting is really going to hurt you. Oh, totally. It, it does every game. It's either my strategy works and I fucking win, which happens most of the time, or it, it, it fails and I'm fucked. You know, it just is what it is. I have bad matchups. Yeah, but that's the thing that's about this edition. Everybody has bad matchups. Yeah, and that, that, that's why uh, my armies, you know, those bad matchups are minimized. I can handle almost anything. Except for, like I said, a, a Tau gun line, or um, I was struggling for a bit with that uh, Dark Angel list with like Danny Kwan's running and Aaron Wish or Weish was using. It's, it's yeah. fucking good, but I, I finally beat it after X amount of times, and uh, I feel good about it now. But I so. think that's something that you and I do, and Andy is a little bit slower at it, is that we learn from our mistakes <laughs> and we, like, we ask <laughs> fucking questions. And then we figure it out. Like, yep. as, I mean, I've been talking to Jeff, like Jeff Poole, all weekend, all all weekend, all last week about Tau. And then because, you know, he played Fular too. Yep. So, like, pretty sure he's tired of fucking hearing from me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we learn. And we, we let, we're not those people like, oh, fucking, we lose. Fucking chaos suck. Fucking, there's nothing I can do. You know, I'm going to go smash my army. We just kind of like, all right, well, how are we going to fuck shit out and hopefully not lose as bad or, you know, win? Well, and, and that's actually what the fun of this game is to me. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get my shit pushed in and then I, I'll come back with a vengeance and I, you know, now I'm looking to beat you. I, I want to play you again. You know, that that's what I like. I, I love that shit. It's a challenge. Yeah, that's what's fucking fun. 
And then there'll be that Grey Knight player that fucking just ties you at a G- at RTT and piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loss. Which, which, which by oh, the way, for that's all a loss. Listeners, hold on, hold on, for all the fucking listeners. Yes, Grey Knights are the laughing stock of the whole competitive scene. Unless you're fucking Demon Primary, shit is scary. Only Demon players know it's fucking scary. <laughs> You fucking lost. It, you got lost against us. Too. I didn't lose. I tied. <laughs> it's a loss. Oh, wait, wait, no, yeah, no, 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 no. The Space Wolves guy. Yes, I lost the Space Wolves too. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad RTT, okay? I, you know, I really just wanted to lose so I could play Jeff because he lost first round at the RTT. Hey, Bam, <laughs> you might want to go talk to this guy that beat fucking Pretty Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so those are your lists for the LVO. Of course, I'll be watching from afar. Uh, checking in every moment to see how everyone's doing. Um, so you guys have a good time at LVO. Uh, we need to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with the conclusion of the show. What's up, motherfuckers? Um, I started listening to your podcast probably, like, I don't know, like a fucking month ago or some shit. Um... Just got out of the bar and I get the fucking I got some explaining to do fucking episode. Well shit, man, I feel like I just was broken up with a fucking girlfriend. But enough of the bitching. Uh, I'm glad that you guys are gonna continue with the fucking podcast. And uh, if you didn't, I would have been fucking pissed. Um, I've been listening back to all the fucking old episodes because you guys are the fucking best podcast out there. Um, yeah, fucking suck a dick. I'll see you at LVO, you motherfuckers. Because you better fucking be at LVO, too. That's, oh, my fucking God, I'll be pissed. All right, bye. Peace. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, James from Texas. No, no dickhead shit this time. Uh, this is going to call and say, Andy, that uh, no matter what you think, and uh, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, and bad props to you for, uh, for you guys having such integrity to take down the Patreon when you don't know the future of the show and, or not be a scumbag and take people's money and shit like that. I don't think it was necessary for you to make an apology or anything like that. I know what it's like to be laid off and be out of work. I got laid off from my job in 2015 when oil and gas crashed. I lost everything and ended up like sleeping pillow to post. So you do what you got to do, dude, no matter what. Everybody who listens to the podcast, I'm sure, will support you guys, no matter what, like, even if you left the Patreon up, I think most people would be glad to continue with it so much. So, good luck, man. Best of luck to the new job. Keep your head up. Stay fucked up, bud. Later. Hey, y'all. This is your fucking podcast from, uh, what you do over there. Yeah. Yeah, I do what you gotta do, guys. Fucking that blows that you're not gonna be together, but but buddies are forever. Uh, and I hope this experience broadens your scope of what the fuck you are gonna do. Uh, that's being awesome that you're gonna be out in Missouri. Uh, good luck with cold weather. Good luck with on Bam Show and Ray, dude. Good luck too. Sucks losing a best friend. Like I, I do understand that. Like, it's, it's fucking hard, but you put in that work, you put in that relationship, you put in that friendship, that loving 
that love and tender care and the tickle and the gooch, y'all be fine. Y'all gonna do fine. Love y'all. Keep it up. Oh, this is Peter, by the way. And we are back. Conclusion of the show. Ray had some things he wanted to get to, some shout-outs he wanted to make sure we got to before we closed up the show today. So, Ray, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, so fucking 40K, you know, we all like watching tournaments and stuff. Uh, buddies over at Flying Monkey, you know, those idiots. Uh, Bam, fucking uh, Matt, and the girl that took his wife's last name. What's his name? <laughs> Dunkalicious. Delicious, and now uh, Alex. Um, uh, they have a a fucking tournament series going on on a uh, Bam's store. He's running it, uh, but he has it on every Monday. Wizards of Asylum TV is the channel is called. Uh, it's every Monday. I think it's roughly around. I think six Pacific time, six seventy, roughly around there. Don't quote me, but check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, don't go if you're a fucking sensitive asshole um, if you're listening <laughs> if, to if us hard words hurt your feelings yeah there's a lot of shit talking going in there um but the games are really cool to fucking watch uh, uh they, they they have some competitive lists they uh dunkalicious kind of has a take on your list richard uh he yeah lied. he's mentioned that on the podcast that he, he borrowed my uh uh blood letter detachment and likes it so i mean it's pretty simple yeah he doesn't play it nearly as good as you do Oh no! <laughs> did you expect him to? Come on now. No, I didn't. But he, but he has movement traits, and it's oh. all the rave. That's he. That's what he talks about. I, I wouldn't do that because it helps. It helps him move the fucking guys off the board really easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then also fucking, uh, you know, Flying Monkey. Listen to their podcast. They're like a watered down version of us. They're our sister podcast. You, yeah. Sister podcast. Uh, and then if you want to listen to a watered down version with like lemonade in it. <laughs> so it's like the Arnold to- Palmer of 40K podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beyond the Battlefield. These guys are from Canadian. Canadia. Canadia. If you want to hear some Canadians say fuck while talking about 40K. They, they, they talk a lot of 40K and then they like to talk about penis. So, I mean, if you're listening to this po- podcast. Probably right up your road. I, I like yeah, I like right penis, there. penis, <laughs> penis. Yeah, I go. They they got some good context, some laughs. Uh, it's entertaining, and that's like one thing that's pretty short now in the 40k podcast realm. You either got fucking snorting and fucking big <laughs> fucking uh. egos talking into mics or very monotone voices, or Jesus uh, popcorn. You have, then you have the flying monkeys, and also beyond the battle battlefield. Obviously us, but we're the most entertaining. Come on. Yeah, we're the most. <laughs> Took a little break, a little hiatus, but we're back. Yeah. So y- y'all can stop your fucking bitching. Okay. We're 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 still gonna podcast with this fucking uh, Skype shit. It wasn't that Skype. bad, actually. The show was pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, it, breaking back into it, it's like putting on fucking an old pair of pantyhose pants because I. Don't- <laughs> It's like an old condom that you just slip on after so many years. <laughs> You've washed it a couple of times because you know you don't want to waste yeah. that stuff. You know, I'm, you, I'm really, I'm really cheap. You guys probably don't know that about me. So, and you turn it inside out because the other side is ripped for my pleasure now. 
you know. <laughs> as long as you rinse off the inside, you're good. It's, yeah. it's not, and sperm doesn't last, like survive outside the body very long. <laughs> what a kid podcast. Oh my god, what school did you go to? That's right, it was in Wilmington. I forgot. <laughs> Wait, did I actually live outside a long time? He can. No way. It's, it's cold outside. No, the, I thought they only last like 70 hours, 72 hours or something. That's a long time. Well, sure. I mean, if you're having sex once every three days, then yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> you're having no sex right now. I am, having, your hand. I am having no sex other than my hand. I, I've impregnated so many socks. It's, <laughs> un- it's unbelievable. Oh, thank God I don't do my own laundry because I wouldn't want to touch my own socks when I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> my my socks have given birth to other little baby socks. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, those are shots. Go give them a listen. Go give them a like, a follow, all that shit. Go give us a fucking like and follow. We need, apparently we need those things. Yeah, apparently we need those things. So I'm fucking all somebody else fucking asked for them. So fucking if you ain't a fucking bigoty bitch, go on to fucking Facebook. Go find our fucking VGR podcast Facebook page. Like, subscribe. Comment, talk shit. I'll talk shit back because I'm really will. bored. A he lot will. Of the time. He doesn't want to talk to his customers, so he'll talk shit. No, uh, <laughs> Stop delivering, and I literally text people. Yeah, fine. Right, mess- fine. I will get to the voicemails. Okay. I'll figure out the voicemail thing. Uh, for now, we'll be playing in between the segments, but it's four four two four 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 zero seven nine one. You can call and leave us a voicemail. Um, you guys, anything else? No. Ray. Pretty Dick, Pretty Dick's new. He don't get nothing else. You get nothing Fuck else. Fuck off. You get nothing else, Pretty Dick. So that. It's good. I didn't, I didn't want to give it to you. Fuck you guys. That. You tell it to your wife all the time. I don't want to give you anything else. This is what you get. So that has been yeah. another edition yeah. of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. I'm, of course, your host, Andy. I'm Joe and Best Friend Ray. We're back, bitches. We're back. And our good friend, Pretty Dick. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Until next time, ladies. Drink up. <laughs> <laughs>